What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. If you are new to the show, welcome. So stoked to have everybody here. But if you are new, you're in for a treat. If you are a repeat listener, you are also in for a treat. And in fact, you already know what the deal is. I'm just sitting down with interesting folks, having some conversations, trying to gain some perspective. And I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in, joining me for this journey. I'm going to hop into some housekeeping things, get some things out the way, thank some sponsors, all that good stuff. If that's not your thing, check out the show notes. I got a timestamp in there. You can just skip ahead right into the conversation. It's a fire conversation. You're going to love this conversation. But if you like to hear those and then also maybe hear a little bit of a extra intro into this, or not an extra intro, but a little bit of an explanation, hear me talk about who our guest is and a little bit more, uh, maybe stick through this or skip the... I don't know, maybe you you skip the ads and then you get that part. I don't know, however you like to listen to it. Either way, just listen to the whole fucking thing. All right. I do have to ask you guys, if you are getting value out of the show, please just do me a solid. Bring us a friend. Bring us one friend. Tell a friend. Uh, if you're thinking about something different, if you're laughing, if you're just like, man, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, but... I like I like I like what they're doing. I like what's going on over there. I want to hear more. Just tell someone else who might also want to hear more. That's all I ask. Please, it helps me out big time. It helps the show grow. Word of mouth. That's how we do it, baby. Word of mouth. Tell us a friend. You can also subscribe or you can leave a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are also very rad, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show grow and I will be internally uh, indebted and grateful to you guys for doing so. Sponsors. Let's get to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Strange Donuts. If you're in the St. Louis area, you need to check out Strange Donuts. Hands down, some of the best donuts in the city. My fucking favorite. Every week, they do some sort of cool-ass, unique, delicious concoction. Some sort of awesome donut every week they do this. And they never let me down. They always come with some fire shit. You can check them out. There's four locations. Creefcore, Maplewood, Kirkwood, and just across the river in Edwardsville, Illinois. Donuts are fire. The people are rad. You're going to love them. Check them out. Strange Donuts. This episode is also brought to you by Imposed Will. Go to imposedwill.com. Check us out. I say us. That's my company. We have apparel over there. We have some goods. We do also host all of the gear for the show. So anything outside perspective, you can get there as well. You can go to imposedwill.com. You can save 10% off of your entire order just by using the code outside when you check out. One more time, imposedwill.com. Use the code outside. Save 10%. Help support the company. I love you guys. Go check us out. This episode is also brought to you by Hand Wraps Papers. Go to handwrapsco.com. Check them out. They're making high quality shit. Premium hemp rolling papers, all natural gum. They got the tips. 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of tobacco. I say this all the time. I'm not, I just don't do it. I don't really like it. Nine times out of ten, actually probably ten times out of ten, I, honestly, it's, it's man, if, if I have a choice... I'm I'm grabbing this 100%. I'm grabbing my hand wraps. I'm going to take care of myself because I'm going to use, I'm, I don't like the bullshit. So if you are the same way, I suggest you do the same thing. Go check them out. Handwrapsco.com. Get your high quality shit today. Premium hemp rolling papers. A slow burn for heavy hitters. All right, let's get to our guest. This was a fun one. This is a long one. This is a long one. We didn't intend to go this long, but when you're rolling with friends, you're just you, the conversation just gets a going. So this is what we're doing. So I'm sitting down with my buddy Julius Anglicus. Julius is a professional mixed martial artist. In fact, he is uh, top five light heavyweight in the world for Bellator MMA. He just fought for the title, so we do talk about that some, but we also talk about a whole lot more. Let me tell you, we go deep on this one. Keep in mind, guys, we're just two dudes talking everything out. Take everything with a grain of salt. I'm not always going to be right. Some things I say are right. Some things I say are wrong. Some things I'm just trying to hash out and figure it out for myself. So that's what we're here for. That's why we have these conversations. All right, without any further rambling from me, let's gain some perspective with Julius Anglicus. Like, okay, like, it's not like most people are like, I'm going to do this amazing thing. They get excited and... And then they stop. And then they stop within a week. Yeah, I'm like the, yeah, I do this, I'm almost the opposite of that, where I'll just, I'll almost stick to the same thing, almost probably for too long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's right or wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know, like, it reminds me kind of like how I started fighting, I told my parents, yeah, I think I'm going to fight. Yeah. But I just kept it casual, it was just a decision that I made, and they, they didn't take me serious at first. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, whatever you say. Yeah, dude, no one takes you serious in the beginning. They're just like, oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> like you're doing this thing. Yeah. Well, I guess I did not show that excitement mm-hmm. and like blow up internets and yeah. I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. And uh, yeah. everyone's like, oh, wait, so he is doing it. He wasn't like joking. Right. Yeah. Because you didn't like, you didn't announce it to, yeah. the, to the whole world. Yeah. People like to do that, man. It's all about the hype. Everybody loves the hype. They're like, it's it, man. It's the um. It's like the 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 honeymoon phase. Everybody loves the hum, honeymoon phase of whatever it is that they're doing. You know what I mean? You see it all the time in martial arts, right? People yeah. come to the gym. They're super excited. They're gonna train two times a day every day, and then once that excitement wears off. Few times I told I forgot who I told that to. I think it was like newer people, but they were like my friends as well. Whenever they. I think started working out or got into some martial arts. I was like, you're going to get super excited. Yes. Try to drop that excitement a little bit because I feel like if you're going to drop, go in with a little bit less excitement and a little bit more realistic yeah. mindset, then I feel you're going to kind of like stay in it a little bit more versus, oh, I'm going to get so excited. I'm going to go in first day. Everything is so great. And excitement drops and you just don't want to do that no more. Right. So I felt sometimes it's better to 
go in feeling casual. Yeah. And then if you like that, cool, because most likely you're going to feel the same way the next day. Yeah. Like with the same excitement. Right. Because excitement will always go down. Try to keep the same excitement. Yeah. Every single day on like a new thing that you like it's gonna go down yeah stay baseline yeah yeah man because that that makes sense if you if you come in and your expectations are so high no matter what it is you're doing you have these crazy high expectations because you're just so excited quickly reality is gonna smack you in the face and you're gonna realize like holy shit because we always overestimate things we always feel like we're we're gonna we're gonna be better at something than we are or we're gonna learn it faster than we will and then you get in there, and it's like, holy shit, this is going to take a long time. And especially with fighting, you get your ass kicked. Like, literally, you get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, Something popped up in my, uh, in my uh, memories or some shit. And it was, like, from early when you first started training. And I think I was bigger than you, bro, or close to the same size. Yeah. And now you're way, like, you're way bigger than me. So I was looking at that. I'm just like, I can remember a time. Like, I could, like, you were new, so it wasn't, like, equal playing field, but, like, mm-hmm. physically, I could do something with you. Mm-hmm. And then now, it's not even a fucking option. Like, you would maul me, bro. <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. Well, Gee's different. Jiu-Jitsu's different. I'm just yeah. talking about fighting. Yeah. When you, when, like, when you showed up, I, like, we sparred. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird just to see, you know, like, you, 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 you took the slow and steady path, right? And... Man, just physically, dude, you're just so fucking big now. <laughs> I, th- I was thinking about that few the last few days. It's like, what was I a couple of days ago? I got on the scale in the morning. It was like two twenty nine. I mean, I had a big breakfast, but still, I'm like, huh? I'm like, steady, uh, high in up in two twenties. Yeah. Well, before it was just like low two twenties. Proportionally, you look the same. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like. Like one thing didn't outgrow the other, like right. you, like you yeah. grew equally, right? Yes. So it's it's obvious like it was a slow natural progression. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you're not out there drinking the juice type shit, but it's like it's it's fucking you just you just packed on. How much you think you probably gained? Like a, probably like four or five pounds a year, something like that. And literally that same progression was always. I got stuck in mid 220s for like few years well for quite some time because my freshman year i was 180 10th uh, grade was 95 11th grade i was like all right hitting 200 senior year i was like 205 freshman year in college 215 just and stay like, going and they just kept going up by like few pounds every single year it never just blew up but for past few years, I guess just because I'm fighting at 205 and just yeah. thinking about that weight class, subconsciously I just kind of stick around 225 versus, mm. all right, let's just try to keep keep getting bigger because that's what it was for years. I just wanted to get bigger, bigger, right. bigger, bigger. Right now it's like, sure, okay, let's get big, but uh, I still got to remember I got to make 205. Yeah. So it kind of just that keeps me in – like mid two twenties. That's a good move. That's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, you, like, your eating is probably tapered off then. No. No. You still. <laughs> <laughs> I eat. I eat just. Uh, I eat just as much, uh, and maybe that's why I'm just like slowly going up. Plus, I'm sure metabolism is going down a little yeah. bit. Um. Plus, I think I'm trying to be a little bit smarter with the uh, off season, on season, like mm. just doing extra. Because before, when I was younger, it's like okay. 
nonstop all the time, so I would like burn much, much more calories right mm -hmm. now. I still go, 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 but maybe it's a little bit more strength training. Maybe I'll take a little break if I need to. Yeah. So I'm getting my body to recover a little bit more when it's not time to like yeah. turn it on and get ready for the fight. Right. So I do get the guess a little bit a little bit bigger on the off season. You're in such a different point in your career though, right? In the beginning, it's all it's all just like it's it's there's so much urgency in the beginning of a career, right? It's man, one, you feel like you're never gonna make it or not necessarily like you're never gonna make it, but you just don't know when like that thing is gonna come, but you know like that's where you, like you're going to go like I am working to get to this place. But to get to this place, I need to do like X, Y, and Z. And sometimes it feels like you can't do X, Y, and Z fast enough where it's like all right, I need to get fights, but fights are falling through. It's like, how am I supposed to get these fights? Like, I need to do these things. And then it's like, oh, man, I need to learn. I need to learn. I need to get better at striking. But it's like, man, all right, I only have so much time to get better at striking. So it can feel like time is, like, against you. So, like, you ha a lot of fighters have this, this sense of urgency where they need to do everything. Like, you have to yeah. get as many fights as you can. You have to train as much as you can. So you have to learn everything. But, like, now you're in this established place, right, where it's not like, all right, well, now you're, like, you're fighting with Bellator. And you know it's like all right, so we're gonna be like three or four fights a year with those guys, and it's like you don't, you're not worrying about making it to the next level. It's like you're at the level, and then you're also not worried about where's the next fight coming from because you know it's coming from Bellator. Yeah. So that helps you probably with like your preparation and training and shit. It does, but it it does get you a little bit more comfortable too, mm. which is not good. Yeah. And, and I think that's what sword. happened with my last one. We'll get into that soon, but like it were, I just I think I got too comfortable. My first fight is like, oh my god, we're doing something awesome. I just got signed for Bellator. Cool. Right. Like still that same sense of urgency. Yeah. So you still go go go, but now it's like it's becoming normal. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, I'm with Bellator. Like yeah, it's been a while. I'm with them. So it's and you do get comfortable and you just treat every fight as in just a fight, but that excitement of like the first Bellator fight, it's kind of not there now. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's what kind of, well, not really what happened with my last fight. It's weird when people say like, I have no excuses, but then they start lining stuff in order of like what yeah. went wrong. I do that all the time. No excuses, but this is what happened. <laughs> Which is fine, but it's, you can't like, I could say no excuses and we could have like, okay, no more conversation about it. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting to listen what like played out with like the fight week, yeah. this and that. It's cool. Like, and I want people to like, know, like just the experience of it. Mm -hmm. But it could sound like, oh, he's making excuses, but it's like, uh, I don't care about it. Yeah. Because there was much more stuff. For example, um, I think, I barely was even thinking about the fighting. Hmm. It was like so much social media. I was just happy, distracted. I was like, this is cool. Like, this is this is good. Like, it's keeping me distracted away from the fight and like all the nerves and stuff. I'm just having a good time. Everyone's so awesome, getting lots of attention. Cool. Uh, so with that, I did like make a note that it's like, okay, I'm a little distracted, but it's good. I know I can turn it up. Mm -hmm. but still like all that extra he he ha ha 
all the interviews, this and that. I feel. I feel you need to stay in your room a little bit and like think about it and dwell on it a little bit. Yeah. You kind of have to like suffer a little bit to get ready for the fight versus be all happy and this and that. And like when I got the title fight, so many people were reaching out, which everybody said a lot of people going to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. But, and you're thinking about it, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to have like 100 messages a day or something. But I did not notice how, like, damn, it's like I'm trying to, like, put it in the words. It came in natural without noticing of how mm. people were reaching out. Yeah. It's like everyone said, people are going to be reaching out. You're going to be bothered left and right, this and that. And people were talking to me. And I'm like, oh, like, this is nice. Like, people supporting me. Everybody's, like, wishing me luck. Everyone's trying to talk to me. Oh, that's so nice of them. Da 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 da. And after the whole shebang was done, I'm thinking, I'm looking back, I'm like, wait a minute, that was way more attention than ever. That's what people were talking about, about right. all the attention, this and that. And I did not notice. I was enjoying it and it was cool. And I guess I'm a nice guy, so I was just going with it. Right. But not until the end I realized it's like, oh, that's what people were talking about. That Everyone's going to come at you from different directions. Everybody's going to want to be buddy-buddy, which I can't blame them. I mean, if I have a friend who I haven't talked in a while and they make something awesome and they do something great, yeah, I want to reach out and congratulate them. And yeah. Just because it's like, hey, I know I know this guy from high school. I don't really want to like be friends again or like sneak in in a way to like take your money or whatever. But I do want to, like, reach out and congratulate you. Right. So, and that's what was done, like, to me um, by other people. And, like, others say, like, oh, like, they're going to try to get at you, which I don't believe. I say maybe 95% of people don't. They yeah. Just, they just want to say congrats, da-da-da, wish you well. Right. I've known you since high school, haven't talked to you since then, but it's cool to reach out and just wish you luck. Right. Um. So that did happen, and just because I guess I knew like they weren't trying to come at me to get something, it just felt like a nice gesture. But it was it was so many people reaching out that it was like eventually I did realize like oh, like this does count as whatever I was warned about. Yeah, it steals your time. It steals your time. It steals your um, focus. Right. And with each fight, well. Everybody always says, oh, I enjoy the process. It's like, so I should not be thinking about the fighting? So, like, which one is it? You should enjoy the process of, like, the media and the attention and everything that comes along with, like, the big fight? Um, yes. Okay. And Yeah, enjoy the process of, like, the whole fighting because you're not going to be fighting forever. This oh, and okay. that. Yeah. But when I hear that, it's like... Oop, trying to take the hoodie off. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Well, dude, that that's probably coming from people who don't who are who would just be happy to be there. Uh yes, and I guess they don't want to see me like worried too much about mm. it, but I can't fight if I don't worry about it. It's like right. my mind needs to be locked up in it. So, that's like one of the things I noticed and I think that's what got my ass beat cuz it's I think yeah, my mind was just wasn't in it like at all and Right now, I'm, like, still mad about it. I'm still thinking about it. You're going to think about that for a long time. Oh, fuck, forever. Forever. 
Um, he's a really good fighter. You are too. Like you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Which I. It's, but I should be. You should. Yeah, I know. Like I'm coming. This is coming from a third party who like didn't experience yeah. the thing, right? Man, yeah. So it's like you don't want to make excuses, but you do have to acknowledge like the the like the realities and like, right. and just the facts of like what happened right so i always have a hard time with that too because i think when it when it crosses over into an excuse is whenever you start like using that as like a crutch or a reason mm -hmm. why something didn't happen but if you're just like well this and this and this didn't happen maybe i can do better about this next time and you just mm -hmm. acknowledge it i don't think it's necessarily like a bad thing yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that media shit man that'll fuck you up it, yeah. It's a lot of stuff to because to your point, you, you, it sounds like you feel that you need to just ruminate and just really be thinking about the fight all the time, right? And I can I can I can definitely like agree with that. It helps to to be thinking about that thing and like to visualize and and to like have like that conversation with your like yourself and like to play out the scenarios and just to really be in it mm -hmm. and to have that distraction. It, it probably felt good in the moment, I would imagine. Right, because like that stress sucks. People don't know right. what it's like walking around with stress for three months yeah. about this one event. Yeah, you know, and you're fighting one of the best in the fucking world, yeah. <laughs> like the best in the world. And because in the beginning of my career, I was always stressed. I would think about the fight, just oh my god, I would suffer, but I would perform. Mm -hmm. Okay, my mind would be in it. So I guess like that's the way it need to be, but I never like the stress. Like I'm trying to find that perfect balance, and everyone else is talking about that balance and finding that medium ground of being focused but yet still enjoying stuff. So I guess I was trying to find that enjoy stuff part, and I guess with that it just kind of I went overboard with enjoying mm -hmm. it. Like oh, this is cool, this and that, and then I'm walking by the hallway, see Namco walking by, just him and his teammate and i'm like he ain't got no crowd right now with me it's like we had some this was the first time i had like so many people to eat lunch with and mm. go and everyone's like let's do this let's do that and i'm like i'm like thinking i'm like this is definitely more action than i did before cool it's distracting but shit i'm not even thinking about the fight now yeah and so and interviews, I guess they were cool, and I could completely deal with it. Yeah. Uh, now that it's like that I went through, it's like, okay, enjoy, but uh, keep your mind on the fight. <laughs> I remember like, uh, I, well, pretty much every single interview that we did. I went to the room. I stayed there for like a while. I was doing interviews. Nemkov had to go in next. <laughs> uh, so when I left the room, Nemkov goes in. Two min minutes later, he comes out. I'm like damn, like, that was quick. Like, mm -hmm. I guess they can't interview him. He can't speak English, but at the same time, it's it doesn't wear on his head. He's yeah. just focused on the fight. He doesn't have to talk to nobody. Well, I'll take interviews from anybody. Right. People were just coming up to me like, hey, Julius, can we do something? I'm like, of course. Right. Let's do it. It's part of the job. Well, and you were a last-minute replacement into the tournament. So I would imagine that they have to get a shit ton of content on you as fast as possible to really build this fight. They brought cameras twice. Um, the countdown, they were here for two days. And showtime was for a day here. So it was definitely, oh, man, I need to 
go now and talk to people. <clears throat> but it was cool. Yeah. I rather have all that happen now than later because I am going to have to deal with all of this. It's so going to happen again. It's going to happen again. So <clears throat> can I use it as an excuse? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm taking it as a learning thing yeah because it is gonna happen but so i rather happen all the stuff mm -hmm. now all the attention so i know how to deal with it so it's not an excuse if eventually you have to deal with it it's just a part of the it's journey. just a part of the journey yeah what do you do next time different um media stays the same everything stays the same um it once during the fight week everybody's gonna be trying to talk or let's go lunch there let's go do this let's go do that i will just be like no you guys go yeah i need to stay in my room oh you can't dwell on it Fuck you like yes i do need to yeah i can't fight other way i remember it was a friday and uh, i was like in my room trying to get my head ready i got a text from either mike or quentin and like we still had time, plenty of time. And the message like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm trying to get my head straight." All right, cool. We'll be in 15 minutes. In you, we'll be in your room in 15 minutes. I'm like, "What the f fuck?" Like, this is literally what I just said. I'm trying to get my head right. Yeah. So, I don't need no people around me. Like, like, I need to focus. Right. I need to focus and. Uh, I mean, it's not really on them. Like, I should have said it. So, next time I think I'll just be like, nope, you guys go eat. I don't need all this. We went to eat late so many times. Really? And I guess I had full control of everything. Well, not late, late. But, like, we would get in the van, we'd drive, we'd, like, order. There's, like, tons of people everywhere. And I wasn't thinking about the fight. I was, I mean, sure I was. And I was, like, in shape and ready, but... You need that alone time for like meditation and thinking about it, thinking about all the crazy moments. And like, because I mean, meditation and thinking about it is kind of like practice. Yeah, you got to visualize. You, you, you're creating stuff in your head, you're creating scenarios in your head. Yeah. And after a while, that's a lot of scenarios in your head. So you already like improved by a little bit. Yeah. Just by thinking about it. Yeah. You know, there's a study on that. There was a uh, there, there's actually this example where uh, there was this guy who was taken as like a prisoner of war, mm -hmm. and uh, throughout the time I can't remember how long it was, but the the entire time what he did was he played like um, uh, his favorite course in golf. He would just play that course like mm -hmm. those eighteen holes, and then when he finally was home and saved and, and rescued and whatnot, he went and played that same course. And I think he shot probably like better than he's ever played before. Mm -hmm. And it was just from that visualization constantly, yeah. like going through the motions. We actually have what's called mirror neurons mm -hmm. where when we see things, it's like, it's like we're actually doing them. So like when you're watching fighting, for example, like you, these mirror neurons will like imitate that. And for you, especially because you have the experience of fighting, it's like you're really fighting. I'm right. sure you do that. Like when you watch fighting, you feel like you're like you're yeah. fighting. Like me too all the time. So it's like there is there is something to that. So you can actually get like real benefit, noticeable, like measurable benefits mm -hmm. just from visualization and like going through it mentally. Mm -hmm. See, I think that's going to be like a thing I'll do next time. Everyone's going to be like, hey, let's go eat. 
you guys go eat. I'll go to the store. I'll make food. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want to. No, Julius, you gotta do it the way we say you're supposed to do it. No, I, I think <laughs> I think I was just being nice and just kind of going yeah. with it. I mean, they always will make well asking me, Julius, what do you want to do? Uh, it doesn't matter. Right, yeah, it's kind of going with the flow. Just going with the flow, but yeah, I think this was good. Um, learning, and yeah, I'll just do it different next time. Yeah. Um, what else I was gonna say about it? I had another thought about changing something, something, and it flew out of my head. Forgot. Ask me a question. <laughs> well, the, well, you look good, dude. Fucking, I mean, obviously, you've probably heard it a million times. Like, you tagged the motherfucker, like, hard and dropped him. They tried to say, like, he wasn't hurt. That fool was fucking hurting, bro. He was hurt. He was scared. That was the you first. Do that. We've talked about this. You do that to everybody in that first round. I've told you this. You hit people, and they get scared, and they wrestle you. He was the first one. Who looked so scared? He was than anyone who I fought. You saw it. I saw it, and I mean, my tech, everything flew out of the window. Like all my ego just took over. I felt like I was back in college, where I would shoot from a mile away, mm-hmm. and you can see everything. Really? Yeah. I I so when I clipped him, I was like, okay. I clipped him. He's. He's probably not hurt. He's a champion. He'll he'll be fine. Okay, you got five rounds. Don't gas yourself out by trying to go, go, go. You just clip them. Just like you always clip people. Just do the same thing. You're going to clip them again mm-hmm. and again. And just stay with that. Uh, so I made that decision within like that second. I'm just like, all right, just don't go bananas. Just, just clip them like how you just did. Um, and then... Um, then when stuff like started like not going my way, I just like lost everything from my head. I was just like, screw this, everything. I knew he was gonna take me down. Oh, like yeah, before that I was just marching. I was just walking forward and he was like oh, yeah. shit in his yeah. eyes. And I just was walking forward. I didn't care about getting hit or anything. And I knew he was gonna take me down. Yeah. I knew he was gonna take me down, and I'm just like F this, I don't care. I'm walking forward. I'm putting my hands on him. Mm-hmm. Versus how I was with Palizzi. Punch, punch, be ready to sprawl. Punch, punch, get back to distance. Punch, mm. back to distance. Punch, mm. punch, get ready to sprawl. Get ready to sprawl. Punch, get ready to sprawl. Punch, punch, get ready to sprawl. Yeah. With with Namco, I was just like, screw this, walk, try to hit him. It's and I knew punch. he was going to take me down. I wasn't even like level dropping. And he would like go under. I was like, yep, I knew, I predicted this was going to happen in the next five seconds. And it did. And yeah. I did nothing about it. Yeah. So it was just me fighting like an amateur, just dumb. Well, man, dude, you hit him. He fell for a second. And then like you hit him again. And like he was almost, like it was, he was about to, like I feel like if he didn't if he didn't slow that fight down after like that second time you hit him really fucking hard. I don't remember the second. I, I didn't even watch the fight. If I remember correctly, maybe I'm remember wrong. Like you, you clipped him and it kind of wobbled him for a second. And in that moment, like that's usually that moment where like a lot of people probably would have like rushed in. But you stayed real calm and you came again and then you hit him again. And that's whenever I think it like really dropped him. Like you wobbled him and then you dropped him. Huh. And then after the second time though. And they were pretty close in succession. That's whenever he went right for that takedown. And but it was like you hit him, and where a, a lot of people probably would have like rushed him, you kind of stayed real, real relaxed, like you just said. And you hit him again, 
and then kind of just more of the same. So do you think that if you get the opportunity in a fight, which you will, you're gonna you're gonna hit somebody like that. I mean, do you think like you wouldn't give them so much time to breathe? You know what I'm saying? Like 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 maybe try mauling them there. You ever thought about that? Uh, yes, but I definitely want to do it under circumstances of me being in control. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I could rush it. Like, I saw that little highlight where I clipped him, and I didn't just go bananas on him. Yeah. But I closed the distance pretty fast, mm-hmm. and I tried to hit him correctly again. So maybe just do that faster, because I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to feel bad about making a mistake and going too wild and like right. doing something dumb. Right. Could that win me a fight? Very possible. Yeah. Because then, yeah, you just go for the kill. You just go for it. Uh, but I think I would – I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I lost a fight because I went crazy. I got excited and right. got clipped with something right. stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, like we see that in fights all the time where I clip you. I go and I finish the fight with like some technique going out of the window. Just like I see red, go right. kill, kill, kill. Um, well, even if technique's not like crazy going out the window, in my mind, it's, yeah. I look at it as like when somebody's in that state and they get clipped, they're not really able to think as well, right? right? So if, if you're able to still keep like good distance and not act crazy, but just fucking just flurry them at that moment, are they able to really – can they think fast enough to respond to that yeah. situation? And my, so what I would imagine is going to happen is they're going to they're gonna resort to whatever is, is natural. Mm-hmm. So probably going to try to take you down. Yeah. And so and I guess that's where the mistake comes in, right? It's like, yeah. all right, now I'm putting the fucking pressure on you and I'm mauling you. And then now you're going to probably go for like some sort of Hail Mary, which – you're going to know either they're going to try to swing on you or they're probably going to shoot. Most guys are probably going to try to shoot yeah. on you. So in that, I guess in that moment, then it's like, are you being smart enough to like not get taken down yeah. so then you can finish it? Like I think a lot of mistakes happen right there in that, in that mm-hmm. moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, but I think if you can overwhelm somebody right there or if somebody gets overwhelmed right there, you see it in a lot of fights. It's just like, man, at that point. Yeah, I think what, one of the things now I just thought about it. One of the things that made me decide not to go crazy, crazy was um, when I hit him. I didn't think he was too, too hurt. Mm. I mean, yes, he got clipped, and yet, yes, like I stung him. But when he got up, I think he was more surprised and freaking out right. and trying to like calm down. So I knew he was gonna like right away in my head. Okay, he's a champion. He's gonna come down pretty soon. And it's a five-round fight. And it's a a five-round fight. fight. So, And I don't think he was that crazy hurt where he was in trouble. Mm. So I was like, okay, he's not, like, drunk on his feet. He's surprised, but if I rush him, he's going to figure what to do pretty fast because he has a good mind. He'll calm down. He'll he'll figure his way out. So I think that was, like, one of the things that made me decide, like, okay, don't go crazy. Just same approach, and you're going to clip them again. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing as we're talking is is what people don't realize is th- people always say that it's like a high level of chess, but there's so many thoughts and, and decisions that are going into a fight, like 
instantly. Like you have to assess all these things and and make these decisions real time, really fucking fast. <laughs> and the yeah, the further I go in my career, the more I want to just yell at people who say, "Oh, you should have done this. You should. Mm. Why didn't you do that?" And like it's almost like you can't be mad at them because literally that's what it looks like. You watch TV, it's like, why don't he just punch him? Like, if the guy's a grappler, why don't he just punch him? Like, right. I would just do this, this, and that. Once you start fighting, you kind of start realizing, okay, yeah, it doesn't work like that. But even if you're fighting, and then you get to that crazy moment, like my title fight, where it was just like decisions, decisions within split second, even if you like starting your pro career, even then you might be like, well, why didn't you do this or that? Yeah. So it's definitely like levels of experience just because I knew it doesn't get much better than mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. like physically and mentally. So it's, okay, I clipped him. Okay, I rocked him. But no, he's fine. I know he's fine. Just approach again. Right. Well, people were like, oh, you should have went crazy. I'm like, uh, that's not what how I saw it. Right. It's like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's not. Like, who knows? But, and, but you weren't there and you don't have the experience. Yeah, and I had to make a calculation with how I saw his eyes and facial expression. I'm right. Like, no, that's he, the thing he's nobody good. sees. Like, you saw that only. Right. So that's why it's like, I, oh man, in every single fight, because even I sometimes fall into being a dumb and example if someone fights oh you should have done this you should have done that and i'm like julia shut up like <laughs> no it doesn't work like that you weren't there right it's something different that you don't see even if it's like some amateur fight mm -hmm. some first amateur fight like there's no way i should be able to say oh you should have done this should have done that unless it's like a clear technical yeah. sometimes mistake you can but yeah in like specific things but even then it's like i don't know what's going on through your mind Right. That's so, that's the thing with fighters. You don't know what's going on in their personal and life. And there is a lot of going on. Like, So I, I kind of need to realize that and just keep my mouth shut when it comes to opinions with most people. It's like, no, I wasn't there. Like, Even if like it's some amateur fight. like, Sure, I could maybe possibly critique and like point you to the right direction. But at the same time, I can't really say much because... Uh, yeah, I don't know what's in your mind. Right. Even though it's an amateur fight, in your mind, that's a craziest thing that you ever done because it's like one of the first fights. Right. So like for you, that that's like for me a title fight. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know what they're thinking, what they're feeling in that right. moment. Like you're just, we always just assume that people have unlimited energy to to do the thing that we want them to do. But it's, it's like, hard. hey, man, you don't know how tired they are in that moment. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, there's just there's just a lot. You know, when you watch fighting in particular, or just anything, it's easy to forget that those like strikes hurt. Like you see somebody get punched, and you're like, "Oh, that wasn't anything." But no, those fucking hurt, and they add yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So people forget when you're a spectator that there's a huge input that you're not taking in. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not you're not feeling this thing that's yeah, happening. It, it's it definitely it's like getting knocked out for the like split second. I remember when I fought. Um, uh, Abdullah, something black Spartan. Mm, yeah, I remember uh, that dude. I remember he was as far as you are in, like, you are right now. And next thing I know, I'm looking at the floor, and I'm falling. And then I quickly jump back, and I'm like, and I hear people yelling. Like last thing I I 
remember was you being this far away. <laughs> right. And people are yelling. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? Like, like, it felt like the next day. Mm. Like that knockout. It literally just cut, just cut, <laughs> cuts, cuts it clean, cuts the reality clean and just like it, this, like the time disappears. So I'm looking at you. The next thing I know, I'm looking at the floor and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm here in the ring. People are yelling. What just happened? Okay, you have to continue fighting. <laughs> and then, then I saw an over overhand, and he did clip me with it as well. But that one I saw, and I felt this thing, but it didn't like knock me out for a split moment. Mm. And I was like, okay, clearly I'm doing something wrong. Single leg. Yeah. Then I show I watched the video where he like got me. Mm. He simply walked up to me, threw an overhand right, and my legs buckled. <laughs> That was it. That's the all. That's all happened. From outside looking, it's like, oh, Julius got hit. He buckled, but in my mind, I thought it was like the next day. Yeah. And I had no idea what hit me, even though he like was like so far away. He walked up to me and just, boom. Right. And that's that's the that's the, it was the craziest it was thing. Scary experience. And now every single time I'm watching fights, when people get like buckled, drop them like up. Oh, he just went through the same thing and nobody knows what just happened to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. You have such a different perspective, right? Because what people don't realize is that when when you're fucking in there and like I said, when you get knocked out or you get choked out or or even like just a flash knockout, like your reality shuts off for a second. Mm -hmm. And everything else is going on and people think you're there, but you see with fighters all the time, they'll finish the fight and they'll be like, I don't remember anything that just happened. Yeah. Like, like dude, you just got rocked really in the second round and I don't remember round three through five or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that happens too. They're just autopilot. I was talking to somebody about um, how um, how strikes feel. Sometimes it's almost like they don't, it's almost like sometimes they don't hurt. Well, especially after you already got hit a few times, and especially if you keep getting hit, they don't hurt no more. But they just take away some kind of nervous control that you have. Like you know how like if I hit you, you go drunk and suddenly you just like whoa, yeah, like stuff disappears, like that, that you have control of. Mm -hmm. I remember when I fought. Um, Carl Reed? Yes, for the Contender Series. I was in a double leg. My hands were under his butt. I was pushing him in the cage. He hit me with the elbow. I'm like, okay, that wasn't bad. I can take few. And then he started hitting elbow, 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 elbow to the side of my head. And I was taking them. But after the third elbow and going into fourth and fifth elbow, I'm just feeling like pain was fine. But I'm feeling like. I'm disappearing. Like, my leg's just disappearing. Yeah. But it's not like a new thing came and you see the new thing. It's just whatever you have is gone. Right. <laughs> it's almost like, but you can't spot it. Almost like saying, like, oh, do you remember? It's almost like if you forget something, mm -hmm. you don't know that you forgot because mm. you simply forgot. It's right. gone. It's, it's, just not, like, it's just not there. You can't point it out what you forgot because it's just gone. So I couldn't point out what was being gone, but I just was feeling like something is disappearing. Yeah. And I think my legs are disappearing. And right away I realized what was happening. I was like slowly getting. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird. It's like the body can can be like dying, 
but the mind will put you in a place where you don't realize it yeah. until like it's almost too late kind of yeah and right away i was like wait a minute like something's bad so i need to finish this double leg right now and i just finished it yeah but it wasn't like pain it was just disappearing of control which it was hard to notice yeah because like right now you're sitting everything is cool and it's like something is gone and you don't know that it's gone like like with the forgetting mm -hmm. it's just gone and you don't know about it so you have to realize that it's say like, oh shit what was that what was that yeah. thing <laughs> kind of borderline when you like go to sleep yeah. and you're tapping as right when you go that's out. what i think of yeah it's like wait something is different i probably should tap and it's like whoa yeah and then you but, wake up and you're like oh fuck i yeah. uh, should have tapped <laughs> so it was funny when uh when I was fighting Nemco when he when he was doing the ground and pound, um, he was hitting me. I'm like, okay, okay. And I think I looked to the side once and he hit me. And that one punch did that. But it was weird because I couldn't um, point it out because I wasn't standing. If I was standing, I'm sure it would have been like, whoa. Yeah. A little bit wobbly, but because I was on the ground, just kind of holding on to him, mm -hmm. I did not have to use balance. Right. I just had to use like my arms and legs to hold on to him. So whenever he hit me and he wobbled me, but I was already on the floor, I was like for a second, huh, did that just wobbled me? Like this one just felt weird. Like, <laughs> And then I needed the second to like go back and like, control him again yeah. so like it was it was bizarre it's like he hitting me he hitting me he hitting me and then like one snuck through and i'm like huh i feel a little different yeah because you're just so focused on the thing yeah that you're doing man does it does it occur to you that you are legitimately in in like the 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 best 205 division that there is like bellator has put together like the best 205 division at this point it's up there it's definitely up there um People will ask me, when are you going to go to UFC? I'm like, why? why? I mean, they don't know. That's the thing. But it's it's slowly pissing you. It's slowly starting to piss you off. Um, it's like, oh, when are you going to go to UFC? I'm like, why? Oh, because it's bad. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they can pay my bills? It's the, per it, the perception for yeah, whatever reason. Right. Exactly. So I was like, yeah, whenever they're going to pay me more. Like, at the end, it's all about paying bills. But yeah. yes, speaking of that with the... Um, Division, it's stacked, dude. So stacked. I mean, you got Bader. I mean, he's still a killer. Still a killer. Corey Anderson, still a monster. Oh, he'll he'll be a monster for a while. Yeah, I definitely want to see him how he goes with Nemkov. And yeah, Nemkov. When I fought him, like nothing was magic. I just felt the determination. Mm -hmm. He was breathing harder than I was, and I noticed it. And I think. I mean, my mind just kind of spiraled down throughout the whole thing. Um, but he was tired. He was breathing hard. And you could just feel him, like, trying and just, like, putting effort into moves. And just, like, he was just, like, mentally tough. You felt his, like, his determination he was his just will. He was just determined, yeah, determined and willing to go. But it's not like he had, like, amazing cardio well he did i mean he had amazing cardio but he was breathing hard like i could feel and hear him trying mm -hmm. as hard as he can so i'm like okay like that's how it is um 
where was I going with that? Um, oh, we were just talking about how stacked the division is, but that, how you re- I, I, it sounded like you're saying like I mean, you, to me you, like maybe it seems like you realize like you're like you're capable like of being at that right. level. You're at the same level as those guys. Like you, he, you weren't. He wasn't like crazy physically better than you. It right. Like, right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Nothing like I haven't seen, and I think I'm just kind of trying to relate that to how I got too comfortable. Mm. I got too comfortable. I'm starting to enjoy everything, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, F all of you. I need to be doing what I've been doing, Mm -hmm. which is stay angry, be annoyed, and just kind of keep thinking about the fight and go fight. Yeah. Uh, So how do you stay hungry? It's like, what do you do to stay stay hungry? hungry. Um, So I got kind of carried away with everyone, which at the same time, um, I'm more grateful for that than then rather use that as an excuse of why I lost mm-hmm. because I'm still early in my career. Cool. I'll take it. I'm not going to change it for anything. Um, great experience. And uh, now I know how I need to approach it. I mean, I did know how I, I did know anyways how to approach it. I just, you, you got carried away. Dude, that's a huge fight. You know what I'm saying? Like not many people get to experience a, a championship fight. You know what I'm saying? So fuck dude you, you had to go through it to mm-hmm. learn you know what i'm yeah. saying so like now next time you'll be better like, yeah. you're on the same level as all those guys yeah. and you're in a very stacked division so yeah he, he didn't do nothing that was different like everything he did was simple um and at the same time me and him both are a little bit bigger guys so you can do some kind of wizard stuff He's not gonna pull off some kind of crazy funky moves just because we both bigger. So it's just like okay, position, position, position. Right. Keep it basic. Keep it basic. Right. So everything he did was simple, and I was like, huh, like yeah, not, nothing is magic. He's right. just trying really hard, and his mind was in it. Exactly. That was it. His yeah. mind was in it. It's not magic, right? It's not. It's just the basics. Super basic. That's it. And you do those really well. He seemed really fast. That seemed to be his. He seemed very quick. Did that did that not stick out to you? It, yes, he did. Like every, he was fast, but at the same time, um, I think I was just punching like crap. Mm. Like I would just like Mike always says, "Don't leave with your face, leave with your hands." I mean, that's as simple as you can get. Yeah, and I always done it, but this time I think I was just so screw everything. I'm closing the distance. Yeah, that I was just. What about closing the distance, getting close to you, and then hitting you? Mm-hmm. That I would just literally walk into his punches. Every single time I wanted to punch, I would close the distance. I would be getting hit mm-hmm. and stung. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But it would, like, piss me off even more, and I would just keep doing that. Yeah. So, like, everything flooded the window, and yeah, you know, whatever. You haven't, have watched, a, you haven't watched the fight yet, though? Nope. Okay, you going to watch the fight? Uh, yeah, I think I need to face all that. Yeah, just whenever um, you're ready, though. I need to definitely face all that. Like, I wasn't in my... When you messaged, messaged me and you said, like, you want to do podcasts, I'm like, fuck, we're going to be talking about the fight and all that shit. Could have not. <laughs> I know, but I need to face that because, uh, uh, I mean, I need to. I'm going to be seeing highlights of me getting hit, this and that. I'd rather mm-hmm. have to face, I have to talk about it, can't just kind of hide... It's a shitty feeling, though. It is. It's like you don't want to, you don't want to like deal with that. But it's like that's the thing you got to deal with. Yeah, you don't want to deal with it, but at the same time, over time, it's it is gonna become normal. Mm-hmm. 
like all the podcasts talking about losses and why this and that and seeing videos of you losing like over time that's going to become normal and uh, and i know it's going to become normal so okay cool let's i guess let's learn how to deal with this so yeah. here i am <laughs> but yeah i was like damn we're going to be talking about this this and that i don't want to but yeah it'll it'll be good i need to yeah i need to so while most people maybe would be like uh hiding in the cave which was my first thought and which i did at first yeah like the first week two weeks it's like okay i'm not showing my face nowhere um but yeah you just need to no way around it and most people would yeah just hide and you do want to do that but it's yeah okay let's face it let's grow better and let's go back to it yeah well the people who care about you still care about you and, right and then the fucking the loss is only temporary because pretty soon you just be talking about wins right and 50 percent of people lose who cares <laughs> that's true like half of people on that show lost like how that's true and that's true i was on the main event and listen whatever at the end of the day, you got paid to fight. Exactly. And that is awesome. And you get to pay your bills doing that thing. You don't have to, exactly. like, go to the shitty-ass 9 to 5 and, you know, maybe work in an office or some other building that you just don't want to have to go to every day. You get to go do what you want to do, dude. Like, it's exactly. pretty fucking rad. That is awesome. Sometimes you forget about it. Yeah. Especially if you did it for a while. It's like, huh, kind of, now I got to go to practice. Eh, I gotta go do this, but then, and I caught myself doing that a few times, and I glad, I'm glad I catch myself doing all these, like as in getting com- like complaining that I need to go to practice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh man, another practice, another this and that, which is normal if that's what you're doing. Uh, but I'm glad I can catch myself doing that and tell myself. No, like this is, you'd rather do this than anything else. You yeah. are lucky right now. It's like, dude, you get to go to practice right yeah, now. Yeah, you get to go to practice. You are lucky doing this. And right away, it's like, I think about it. I sit down for five minutes. I think through and, all right, cool. Yeah, let's go to practice. Let's go kick ass. Yeah. Let's go, like, get better. Um, so I always, like, fade away for a little bit or I catch myself fading away. But once I do that, it's like, Wait, wait, wait. It's the wrong way of thinking it. Yeah. Like, you got it good. Like, stop stressing. Yeah, man. It's I think it's it's easy for whatever it is you're doing just to become normal. Mm-hmm. And and that's why people, like, they don't realize, like, when they see people who are doing whatever it is, like, they want to do. It's like, dude, you're doing this, this, and this. Like, how are you unhappy or how are you, like, complaining about this? It's like, man, well, eventually everything just becomes normal. Right. Like, we're all just human. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. It's just a part of the process. It's back to that question, like, how do you stay hungry? How do you keep on it? You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a part of the process to to being successful, man, just finding those ways to, to keep yourself engaged. For a while, I was thinking, I need to find some hobby or yeah, something that I would consistently do. Um, outside of fighting? Outside of fighting. So I would get, like, my mind is now in something else a little bit. And now I get excited and I go back to practice and I just keep training. So, yeah, like this Sunday I'll go hunting for the first time. Yeah. So this whole week I've been doing the online certification thing, finished last night. 
Um, so like, I feel that's going to be like my new thing. Hunting is going to be cool, bro. Hunting is going to be cool. And I know I'm going to get addicted to it. It's going to be a great way to clear your mind. And I feel it's going to improve my fighting. Because now you stalking the prey. <laughs> You're waiting. Like you keep stalking, you're patient, and then you. Yeah, well, they're they're gonna put you probably in a tree stand, so you're just gonna. Ah, uh, we we're gonna walk. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna stalk. You're gonna do an yeah. actual stalk. We, we're gonna get on the boat. We're gonna like park at different spots. Oh, that's gonna so be fun. It's gonna be cool. It's yeah. gonna be really really cool. Dude, yeah, hunting is like the next thing. I've been talking about forever getting into. I I bought a bow, and yeah. I just I just need to go do it. Yeah, I always talked about it. I always thought I'm gonna do that freaking certification, but I never did. And yeah, Keith was like, I think Monday, Monday I saw him. He said, Hey Julius, you wanna come Sunday? Uh, I need to do my certification, get it done. Uh, all right, fine, let's do it. Uh, uh, so yeah, that day I hopped on it. I knocked a bunch out. Yeah, was it Monday or Tuesday? Forgot which day I did it. Oh yeah, uh Monday I started doing it. Yesterday I did some. Well, yeah, last night I finished it. So it was like he said between four and six hours. Mm. I think it took me between five and six yeah um but and it was a lot of information it was yeah. cool mm -hmm. i was did you do your certification i took it whenever i was a kid i think you can take it when you're like 11 or 13 or some shit like that okay i took it when, i think like 11 does I it took, expire um no like the hunter safety course i don't think that ever expires you just always have to buy like new tags and stuff like that okay yeah 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 i'm like super excited yes we're yeah. gonna get on the boat we're gonna like watch them you guys are hunting we're not going right? to shoot from the bo boat. That's <laughs> illegal. I was, saying, I was like, we're going to shoot from the boat. No, that's highly illegal. <laughs> yeah, okay, poach it. Are you going to be a man and eat the liver raw? Yes. No, wait. <laughs> uh, wait, what did you just ask me? Is that a thing? <laughs> Some people do. Some pe So the, the, the healthiest portion of any animal is the organ meat. And oftentimes, especially like, like, like indigenous people and shit, what they would do is they would eat the liver raw. That's the most nutritious part of an animal. For example, like when wolves get a kill, the alpha wolf always eats the liver first. Hmm. If – I'll ask Keith. I'm if, not if, into eating if, that shit raw, but some people do. If, <laughs> if he says that that's like the actual thing and part of the hunting, I'll be like, well, I'm here. I'm – want to feel the whole experience of it yeah all right let's eat the liver raw i don't do I eat the heart raw does it need to still be beating like uh i don't know if keith and them do that some people do Stein, though man. i keep keeps the heart yeah i would still keep all the organ meats yeah. to like cook and eat because yeah. they're, they're like the most nutrition right. nutritious part really liver the heart um i don't know what else you can really keep to be honest with you i'm not that fucking versed yeah there's no liver and heart for sure yeah, I'll I'll try to definitely keep as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, if we shoot anything. You're going to shoot something, bro. That's going to be awesome. It will be. Hunting's going to be a good time, man. It's going to take a lot of your time, though, being out in the woods and shit. Yes, but I think it's going to be needed yeah. to, like, give that just refresh for your mind. And I agree. Because, I mean, sure, how, like, I can play video games, but I'm in my room. How long have, can I play video games? Yeah, and I, I do that old. all the time. But now it's like, boom, you're gone in the woods. You don't know how when you're gonna be back. Like, like there is no set schedule. Okay, we're gonna leave exactly at five o'clock. No, you might be there a few extra hours. Yeah, you don't know. So I guess just like that adventure. Yeah. Plus, you're in nature, 
and like you said, you have that you have that real target. Like you, there's there's no certainty out there, so it's it's like a real challenge. And once, I man, I can't I can't wait to kill an animal. It sounds it sounds like weird to say, right? But it's like just the the entire experience of it all, man. You know, like going through that challenge and like finding the animals. Like your your heart's gonna probably go fucking crazy, right? And you yeah. gotta like steady your heart down and then like aim your sights and then you know either pull the trigger or fucking you know release the arrow or whichever one you're doing but yeah. kill that thing now now i kind of want to get a bow too dude i'm all about the bow i got so sold on that shit so hard I, I i i do shoot my bow i just need to go actually take it hunting i enjoy bow i, I enjoy archery I shouldn't say I enjoy bow hunting. I've never been. I guess bow season is longer. Bow season is pretty much all the time. Yeah, it's much longer. So like, I shouldn't say all the time because yeah. I know there's. But it's like, for example, it's like two months up until rifle season, and then like that rifle season is like mm-hmm. two weeks long, and then it goes, like right back into bow season. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, bow season is, is is like four or five or six months or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty long. Okay. With be it. exciting. Yeah. Get get the fur and keep the fur. Maybe turn it into like a blanket or something. No? Um, Not go that far? I might keep the head. Mm. Mount the head. Mount the head. Might be interesting. Why not? Yeah. Um I'm sure later on they'll be like, eh, whatever, let's just get the meat. And I'm all about the meat. Yeah. You're gonna make like jerky. Oh, everything. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that now. I was actually thinking, because like the whole week, that's all I've been thinking about. I was thinking like, okay, what if I get the meat? I'll get all these cuts, dif- different cuts, this and that. Or should I just grind the whole meat and just have a bunch of... A bunch of ground venison. Yeah, and just do that and just mix everything in one and just keep it simple. But... I'm sure I'm going to be experimenting with it left and right. Yeah, mix it up. Mix yeah. it up, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be just like one-time thing. Yeah. Go. No, dude, you're going to go hunting. You're going to want to do it all the time. That's uh, what I heard from That's Gabe. what I heard from everybody. That's what I heard from Gabe Stein. Like His first experience, he didn't want to shoot it. Now he's just killing machine. There's a lot of things to hunt, too, not just deer, right? There's turkey season. You can go wild boar hunting. Not in Missouri. You can't hunt boar in Missouri. They don't allow us to do it. Okay. But, like, most states, because a boar is, uh, it's like a nuisance. It's like an intrusive species most places. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they weren't really here. But they, you know, pigs, like, they replicate so fast. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in places like Texas, they go in like helicopters and just mow these things the fuck down mm-hmm. with <laughs> yeah, with like a machine gun, just kill them like cuz they're just such an invasive species. So, most places you can go and hunt them. They don't allow you to do it in Missouri because they want to actually eradicate them. Like we want to get rid of them. So, if you allow hunting, it'll probably encourage people to like keep them around. So that's why they don't allow hunting here in Missouri wild boar. But you can hunt wild boar a lot of fucking places. Wait, wait, don't let you. They don't let you hunt in Missouri, but they want to keep them. Wait. No, we want to kill them. We want to eradicate oh, them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they don't let people like hunt them because then people would probably try to keep them around so that way you can keep hunting them. Okay. As opposed to just killing them and then they just be gone. Alright, so let's just have one hunting season. Just let's one just crazy hunting season. Just <laughs> one season. Hey, everybody get in one line, dude, and walk. <laughs> dude, people get crazy killing those things. I can only imagine just throw like a grenade and like a big. <laughs> I, <laughs> people I, get wild with it, dude. I watched the, but I feel it still need to be a rule. Like when you said they were like in a helicopter shooting and i was doing the whole um 
whatever the online thing to get certified mm-hmm, like there's a lot of safety a lot of emphasis on killing the animal clean and yes the best yes so now it's just like if you go on this like mass murder uh, like i feel like we could have done a little better than the helicopter <laughs> we could have had like few good hunters and just made good fast painless kills i think in general that's what they do i just think with um, these things i don't know if you I, I think the numbers are so far out of whack i don't know what you can do Huh. Yeah, but in general, yeah, I think a lot of people have that miss because uh, we're talking a little. I'm talking a little reckless anyway about hunting, but in right. general, yeah, I think people have that idea that hunters just want to just kill shit and it's just all. But yeah. no, it's it's dude, it's like the most respectful thing. Yes. Like this animal is like giving you its life. Like you're very thankful for it. Like for like I'm joking and shit, but like it's right. a very serious oh, thing yeah. and like hunters take that serious and you should take that serious mm-hmm. man you know what i mean like you want to make sure that like that animal is not suffering it's as quick and painless as possible like just a clean kill mm-hmm. like i'm fucking joking and shit yeah. but out of all the courses i have ever taken through high school and college this one is definitely most interesting like i guess some courses like ah, oh, this dumb information i don't need this like oh this is like i, I don't want to know this but like while while I was doing this hunting course, I'm reading. I'm like, this is you. This is very useful. Okay, I never thought about this. Okay, this is good. There was like so much of interesting information that I never never thought about it. Yeah. And it just showed me of how uh safe they're trying to make it. Yes. How like. Everybody needs to be on the same page. How we made all the hunters mm-hmm. on the same page with it. So it's like, wow, like this is very controlled thing. And like you said, like very respectful. Right. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's doing everything right. If you do something dumb, like I don't know what the penalties are, but like I was enjoying doing that whole course. Right. I was like, wow, I'm going to be learning a lot. This is going to be so cool. It's a very, like, self-regulated industry. And what people don't realize is that a lot of the money that goes towards, like, conservation of the land comes from hunters. Yeah. Because all these hunters throw all this money into, you know, buying tags and, and and really just taking care of the land in general, really. I mean, you want to use it so when you're out there, you're not, like, you know, uh, littering and tearing shit up. Like, you want to take care of the land, man. So people don't realize how actually important – like those people are just uh, yeah. having a nice place to like be. Mm-hmm. Just remembered one thing that I um, that flew out of my head when we were talking about fighting and uh-huh. people not knowing what the hell it goes in it. Did you watch that fight at Pedigo? Oh yeah, <laughs> between fucking who fucking I fought? don't I don't know who were they, but I, th- I thought I think it was, that the was Wes thing. and uh, what's his face? Oh god, Jesse, Jesse and Wes, I think fought. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I need to get down there and just like I love say it. hi to people. I love those guys so much. But I was watching it, and like just to hear the breathing, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm listening and I'm just like they just like breathing hard just and tired. Just two dudes in there, like they they were tired but like you could still see like the strength in the positions Mm -hmm. and right away i could just hear people talking ah like they don't know what they're doing are they just laying on each other i'm like that's a strong position right it's like the bottom guy can't get out like it looks like they stopped but they just waiting for someone to make a dumb mistake yeah the bottom guy is not moving but he's waiting for the top guy to make mistake because the top guy wasn't moving much either because yeah. they had some stalling moments mm-hmm. 
but like it was like since like we all went through it it's like we know what's going on and the yeah. camera was right there people can't feel the pressure it, yeah so i loved it i was like whoa like this needs to be encouraged in all the gyms yeah and i loved how old school it was uh, right now it's like oh we fought we need to call the police oh this is so dumb da, da, da. it's like it's like manhood is gone. Yeah, like that's the essence of being a, like a man. Like that's what men and boys have been doing yeah. forever, fighting. That's fighting. What we, that's what we've been doing. We fight. I hate how now society is pushing everyone. Like all like all the real men I looked like, where is that? Looked down upon? Is that the term? Like you're not supposed to be yeah. what men used to be? Yeah, man. You have this whole idea of like ta- like toxic masculinity and shit Bullshit. like that. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you so everybody. Some little bitch said that. Dude, for real. Dude, every, every man and woman, like we all have like this masculine and like feminine energy in, right. in different, you know, ratios. But we're we're making women far more masculine and men far more feminine. It's like. It's crazy how we're just completely like we're trying to like breed out aggression out of boys. You know what I'm saying? Like if a kid gets into a fight today at school, it can like be a felony charge type shit. Like, yeah. They can really get arrested for just having a fucking fight at school. It's so crazy. Boys have been fighting forever. Like why would you do oh, that? Oh, they might get hurt. They might die. Like no, people get hurt. People like, get hurt all the time. And when I watched like the daisy fresh people fight like being hurt like didn't matter Mm -hmm. because there were bigger things to involve like the pride just like how everybody were watching it and trying to find more words for it but i guess just like the idea of like just banging it out yeah some people don't know what it's like to 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 throw like your physical safety to the like the wayside in like pursuit of this other like this bigger thing bigger thing yeah you know I, could, I could see like people like oh that was dumb like it's you're just, not supposed to let people just, fight like it's that just ego well okay well that's why we have men and we have people like uh, you who disagree with it yeah so when I watched this it was like wow like this was it just felt pure there was no bitching about injuries like the guy said oh my ankle is messed up but it's like almost like he didn't care he just acknowledged yeah, my ankle is bad it just is he was cut up this and that and they kept it safe i'm sure if something bad would have happened people would have jumped in right so there, there could have been injuries but again it's like just like developing that man and like it's like memories manhood um and again, like they in the business of like competing and like killing people. Yeah. Well, not killing. Well, killing on the mat. Simulated killing. But they, they yeah, they like don't hold nothing back. So I mean, they just keep it as real as it gets. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was watching. I'm like, whoa, like this needs to be brought back. Yeah, man. Because like kids pure. need that. Kids need to like get hurt, get cut up once in a while. Because that's gonna teach you things. Like for example, whenever we first started fighting it changed us forever mm-hmm. like sparring and getting punched getting clipped getting like uh, uh what's the word uh ego checked oh like, yeah all that so like we need that so it's like those are much much bigger things than 
some kind of bruises or cuts or oh, yeah. maybe like broken hand, like you just got leveled up in being a man with all the whatever things that I just mentioned. Dude, we're far more resilient than, than people realize. Oh, yeah. And so many people never really test those waters. You know what I mean? They don't know what it's like to get punched in the mouth. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it's like to, to push yourself to where you want to quit, but then you, you push past that and you realize you have more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like people forget that the world has been built on violence. Like it really has. Like obviously oh, yeah. it's like it's great that we have peace and it's great, you know, there's this like intellectual thing the whole growth of people, but at the root of everything is fucking violence. Oh, and I, you can't ignore that. That's why people go to war. It's, war is always happening. People are always taking people's shit. And we're, it's, it's just, it's so crazy now. Like you look at like what's happening here in America and like everybody seems so fucking soft. Like, like, like we're getting softer as a culture, it seems like, but there are parts of the world that are not, that soft like they don't give a fuck about your feelings they don't care what you want to be called they don't care what you identify as like they will fucking murder you right and take your lunch and not think anything of it because right. that's what they want to do there are those people in the world man then there are countries in the world who will take things by force we do it they will right. do it it's just the way of the world people right. forget that i think yeah so yeah how i yeah the Daisy Fresh fight, I encourage that. Yeah. I encourage it. Like I think you just said a lot of shit. Huh? <laughs> yeah, nothing. You're like, you're just like, yeah, I encourage the fighting. We're not going to go out these other paths. I'm just fucking with you, Julius. No, like, kind of right. I mean, they had beef. They fought, and it was awesome. And, I'm, like, and yeah, pe people need that. Yeah. Like, they fine. Yeah. You sure, like it'll take like some few weeks to like heal up this and that, but yeah. like you just learn some life lessons. Right. When was your first fight? Like, you, like, did you fight growing up at all? Like, did you have a school like, fight? Like in high, like in middle school or really. high? So your first fight was like for like actually like when you went into fighting. Like, we had like a few scuffles, but it was never okay. Like, never like a fist <laughs> fight. You never had like a fist fight in practice uh, or anything. No. Oh, wow. uh, how we had fights where we just like. I would just run up to you and hold you like I'm gonna kill you, and we just hold each other forever. Oh, really? Yeah, like oh, no man. one, no one really fought. I mean, sure, like people fought, and like there was a lot of violence, but I don't know. I just, I guess, fighting never came natural to me. Hmm. I didn't. Yeah, like it, it didn't come natural to me at all. Um, so yeah, probably would just be like holding, grabbing. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I never got into fights at all. Anyways, so I don't know. I always liked to act tougher than I was as a kid. I definitely got yeah. in a couple fights. So I think I, my first real fight was in eighth grade. Okay. First real fight. And I, I think maybe I got in one or two more fights in high school. But, yeah, so over the course of, like, five years, probably, like, three actual fights. Yeah. So not a ton. But that's just because people that's were, like. More than me. Yeah, exactly. Still, yeah. you got none. But still, I yeah, I got in fights in high school and shit. I knew a lot of people fought in high school. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah, I guess I just, well, we went to Southampton, which is... Those kids aren't fighting up there, huh? No. <laughs> and it was a little bit weird because, uh, like, you get in trouble for fighting. Like, in Lithuania, we'd see, like, kids fight, just everything's just being ripped apart, and teachers jump in, split it, all right, be done, and that would be it. There'll That's be it. no trouble. 
no trouble because I don't know. It almost felt like that was just the reality of it. People were gonna fight. Okay, we split it. Okay, no one died. All right, cool. Right. Go to your class. While here, it was like get written up. You get suspended. Like a lot of things did not make sense for me. Like if um, kid did something. What was it? Kid did something bad. All right, then we're gonna kick you off the school for a few days. Mm. So we're gonna, so you're gonna stay behind. You're gonna probably not finish your homework, and yeah. you're gonna struggle to catch up. Now, I'm like, wait, that, that that doesn't really make sense. Like, why you want me to do all this work, but now you're preventing me from doing it, right. and you're gonna like set me back even further. Um, with some things, I guess it was okay, but. There were a few scenarios when I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why are we adding all these extra, extra, extra rules overboard? Right. Like, it was it was bizarre. But, I mean, maybe once I'll have kids, I'll be thinking the same way. I'll be thinking, like, oh, yeah, we need some rules to, like, keep every, everybody safe, this and that. No, you won't. But I do want, like, I mean, it would hurt, but I would want my kid to get in the fights and experience all that. You say you wouldn't or you I would, would? I would. I yeah. would want my kid to get into stuff like that because we are trying to think, like as we were talking, the uh, the fight that happened on YouTube, like we, we encourage it. We thought it was a great thing. So, and we said like everybody needs it. So like, I mean, if I have a son, like... I would think like, okay, you kind of need it too. Because mm-hmm. we're thinking about the big picture. Like I can't care about like a few small injuries. I have to see at the whole picture. Okay, you you scrapped. You got in the fight. You just like learned something. You right. became a little bit more of the man. So like that's bigger picture versus like, oh, like we can't fight. We got to yeah. protect our feelings. And yeah. this and that can't touch me. Like, no, like you need to fight. You're a man. You, like, go old school this is a part of it yeah I was watching a movie I think it was from like the late 80s and it was in school and these two kids fought and then the gym teacher like broke it up and he's like yeah and then that was it like he broke it up yeah. sent the kids on their way and then he even the one kid was walking away he's like he's like good job kid it's cause the one kid was like the kid who's always got bullied and uh-huh. he finally just stuck up for himself and, right. and he fought and, like, and then that was it it's right. like why can't that just be the thing you know you, you break it up if it's as as long as it's not anything too crazy and serious obviously you, you take everything within reason but if it's just, if it's just some kids fighting like it's just so important i mean i i uh aj aj's 13 now and i just put him in wrestling so uh-huh. it's between jujitsu which is a little bit too relaxed uh but and then now wrestling it's like that's the only thing i can really think of to really get him like mm-hmm. like that struggle and challenge of like have like being in a fight you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying without like going and like yeah. punching some kids and getting in trouble yeah yeah my brother wishes he would have i don't know if i mentioned this in the last interview um my brother wishes he would have wrestled now really yeah because uh he played basketball and he was good but then after that he's like man I didn't learn anything. Like, sure, I became great at the game. Yeah. But that's all it was. I just became good at the game. I did not upgrade myself as a person where I can tussle with somebody, mm. grab and throw, and just do uh, some struggle. Yeah. So, like, he wishes he did that. He realized that when, um, 
think it was after college. He was still in upstate New York, and he did judo for a little bit. Mm. And he did that, and he did some competitions, and he sent me some videos of him, like, tossing somebody and, like, tripping them. And it looked sick. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yes. And that's when he was realizing, like, I carry this with me for the rest of my life, and it's it could be used at very, very important situations. Yes, it's a real life saving skill. Right, right. Like people don't realize the ability to like protect yourself or to physically like impose yourself on somebody else. Like that's an important skill. It's a valuable skill that is being lost. You know, amongst a lot of people, dude. Like I was telling my son that there. I have never met a single person who did wrestle that regretted it. And I can't, the, the number of people who didn't wrestle who wish that they did, I can't, I can't, I've lost count. I, almost every person who I've ever, like every man that I've ever met who hasn't wrestled wished that they did. Yeah. I, I don't really know too many who haven't. Yeah. It's just, man, it's just such a valuable life skill. It changed my entire life. Like just being able to wrestle. Yeah. I mean, you just, you feel better about yourself. You feel more confident, like you go down the street. You, I mean, now we expanded. Like yeah. we did wrestling. That's like the the beginning thing mm -hmm. of realizing how things work. And then we went like jujitsu and like punching each other. Right. Um. So like yeah, we went like a little bit more deeper route. And I mean, you, you feel better. It's like you go in Walmart and you like, well, if something happens, like we kill you, I could. Kill you, kill like everybody. I could, like, kill everybody. I, I could, I, <laughs> like I feel confident. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not scared. Like yeah. sure, I could still lose the fight. Like anything can happen. Yeah. But odds are on my side. Mm -hmm. So okay, I feel better about it. And like eventually, like I want to live with someone, like have a wife or something. Mm -hmm. Like I would kill myself. I would live in shame for the rest of my life if something happens and i can't protect the, my significant yeah. other or like the family this and that yeah it's like i can't protect this and that it's like i will live like in shame forever yeah or, or even like even right now they like talk about how you shouldn't use violence this and that i'm like uh like if you at the house with your wife and you have a bunch of people outside throwing bricks at your window kids are crying everything's in danger you defend yourself and now it's your fault because the brick was supposed to travel directly at your head oh yeah and for you to pull the trigger and do something right so so your property that doesn't matter i understand half of your house is burning but you could have left the house through yeah. the back door there's insurance it's just stuff yeah it's like well you don't value the guys who are burning your house that you don't value their life Nope. So when I hear people say that, I want to just fucking kill them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is why, uh, like, we're losing, like, good men mm -hmm. in this world because of some people decided, oh, we need to include everybody, even the criminals who tried to kill you, and you have to give them the best chance to kill you and then you can defend yourself yeah it's like what no like my life is in danger i can do anything right now we at war for that split moment i can do absolutely anything i want and who are you to tell me that i need to count my punches or yeah oh you just hit him once that's it like no he's still fine no because then it's liability you can't hit him too many times 
It's like he's going to come back at me. Yeah. I need to break all his legs to make sure nothing is going to happen. He yeah. came at me. I didn't come at him. It's his fault. Like, Dude, those are people who have never been in those situations. You know what I'm saying? The the only people who say that shit are, are somebody who have has never actually done anything. You know what I mean? Like, how how can you say? I think about this all the time because there was a period where, like, I was thinking about joining the military and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really just diving into that whole space. And we send a lot of we send a lot of men and women to to go fight in these wars, and then we'll put like we'll tie their hands behind their back with like certain rules of engagement. And these rules of engagement are put in place by like politicians and lawyers, mm-hmm. people who are thousands of miles away who have never pulled the trigger who will never have right. to live with that consequence but you but we'll send we're sending people to war to fight and, and to die and to kill and we're telling them how they're gonna do it like you like no you need to make sure that this this and this is in order before you pull that trigger and it's like all right it's cool to have checks and balances but shit man at the end of the day we're sending them there to go do something that's yeah. horrific we need to allow them to do it yeah. you know and it's the same thing with you know th- like you said if, if somebody's gonna come and attack my home how are you going to tell me how I'm going to defend my house? Exactly. Like, that's crazy. No, what are you he's doing? not. You got to. You can't kill him. You can't. You got. You're not in danger. You can leave the house. Like, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You came after my stuff and you tell me I'm not supposed to protect it. Yeah. You're supposed. you defending the criminal. Yeah. And you're saying, like, oh, I need to watch his life. Da da da. Like, like no, he one upped me. So, like, I hate the phrase. I don't know what kind of idiot thought of it. The eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I'm at the zero. You one upped me. You knocked one of my tooth out. You already assume you, you did that knowing that I could do the same thing, so I knock your tooth out. So I just met you at the same level that you brought me. Mm-hmm. You one upped me. I didn't ask you to one up me. I need to make sure you know how it feels to be one up. So I need to knock more mm. more teeth out than one mm. because I didn't ask you to knock uh, one of mine out. It's like you started this. You started this. So me just simply catching up to you is not good enough. Mm. So you're going to one up me, I'm going to catch up. You're going to one up me and catch up. No, I need to one up you as well and show you how it sucks. So if you do something to me, I can do double, triple, four mm. times more to you because I didn't ask for this. You started this. You yeah. one up me. So all right, I'm gonna one up you too. Now I need to deter you from ever doing this ever again. Yeah. So like one eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. It's like no, two eyes for one eye. Like well, people the, don't realize all the teeth for one tooth. Like yeah, no, I'm not gonna do a whole calculation of like to make sure that my attacker is okay. No, I'll skin you alive. Like I don't care. You should not have done this. Yeah. Like some I look. Sometimes you need to make example out of people. Because they put, especially right now, even people that I know, and it makes me sick, they just want, like, when it's clear and obvious that somebody is just putting people in danger, like, like let's say, human traffickers or somebody who can, like, ruin people's lives. Yes. But yet, all these people who are all about feelings, they defending criminals and everybody. Like, they don't want them, like, no, you can't do too much because they have feelings. I'm like... This dude just like tried to ruin a bunch of people's lives. Yes. If if I'm in a circle, I can do whatever I want. I'm sorry. Like you 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 can play the whole okay, let's not hit him too many times, let's watch it. He'll come back and he'll kill you. 
Yeah. And then what's going to be like, oh, I thought he's going to do this, this, and that, or something less. No. Like, if you come after me, you have the right to do as much as you want to stop it. I didn't ask you to one-up me, so I'm going to just stop the whole shebang. Yeah, man. Dude, I had a fucking thought, and uh, it just it fucking just slipped my mind. Oh, I hate that. I hate that, Julius. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, with the pedigo thing, yeah. it came, it came know, to me like you know, you know, forever you know, later. I know, man. I was thinking it. I'm listening to you. I was thinking it. But uh, fuck, dude. What was my point? I don't know. But you're right, though. I mean, shit. We, the, the idea that uh, you're just going to, like, sit back and then just and just let something happen to you. I think that that people forget that. So man, so I want to. I want to. So for example, like with this this Kyle Rittenhouse case, I've, I've, that's I, the I, with the kid who shot three people. That's the kid who Half, shot three people. Have you been following this at all? For example, I followed a little bit, and from what I understand. He never crossed state lines with a gun. Yes, yeah, so there's, there's a, there's, I, dude, it took me a while to kind of like parse out all like the the different pieces of it. So f- to that point, yeah. So apparently, you hear one narrative of he crossed state lines with a gun and he's going to a community which he doesn't have, um, like any reason to be there. Right. And I think he only went like twenty miles. It'd be like going from like, like downtown St. Louis to like. St. Charles type shit. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So apparently, so he actually, his dad lived there. So he actually lived in that community part-time. I think his dad lived there, mm-hmm. which is where the gun was also at. Right. So he didn't actually cross state lines with the gun. And, and I think in that state, a 17-year-old can have that gun legally, right. right? So there is all of that. When you look at the narrative that people are putting like around the guys that he killed, it's like you hear one side saying, "Oh no, they're just they're they're criminals, they're pieces of shit, they deserve to die," and then you hear other pe- like the other side saying that like they you know, they were good people and they're just trying to help, and mm-hmm. you know he just senselessly killed them, and then you find out that the first guy was like a like a repeat child molester, like he like he had a lot of issues, so then it's like, all right, well that guy clearly probably wasn't a good guy. Now, does that mean he needs to die? Like. I'm not going to make that judgment call, yeah. but clearly the situation happened and he died. And based off the history, he I'm not going to lose sleep over right. that guy dying. Right. The second guy, it looked like he had like a, a domestic issue in like 2018 and then like something else in like 2012. The other, like the one side's trying to pay him as equally as bad as the first victim. And the other guy, and the, the same thing with the other side, trying to paint him as a hero. Now, I'm not going to say that guy is a very bad he Like, he. Mm-hmm. People make mistakes. Right. I don't. A, a domestic dispute could be anything. I don't. Right. I don't know what that means. So, to to paint him in that same light, like that's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. but the, why? Then you gotta ask yourself, well, why the fuck are you attacking a person with a gun? Are yeah. you responding to a shooting? There's just so many things I don't know. Yeah. But my point is, like, you have one side trying to act like every everybody is just the most evil thing, like good riddance and then sometimes you get this other narrative where it's like these people are just so innocent you know what i'm saying it's like well that first guy was a fucking pedophile piece of shit like he's not innocent you know what i mean so it's just like there are evil fucking people so i say all that to say this right and i remember my original point there are fucking evil and bad people and sometimes you know that they're doing really bad shit and maybe that's not with the first guy. Like, the first guy did a whole bunch of bad shit, so I'm not losing sleep over him. But, like, to your point, like, a child trafficker, like, a sex trafficker or somebody who we know is, like, out there, like, murdering people. 
we need to kill those fucking people. Like those people shouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've always, as I'm getting older, I'm a little more conflicted with the death penalty whenever, Mm -hmm. cause like you, you find out about the amount of people who are just like wrongly accused and, and, and you see, you see like, the prosecution and state like doing really fucked up shit just to win. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very conflicted on that, but whenever you hands down, know somebody did something, Mm -hmm. I have no issue getting rid of that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that all that long winded to say, to say that, yeah, it's like, man, sometimes you, you need to take out certain people and like violence is okay. Like it's just a part of it. He's just, how do you strike that balance? Like we can't live in violence, right? right? Nobody wants to live there, but you should always be prepared. It's like the whole yeah. saying, I'd rather be like, uh, was a warrior in the gardener in the garden than a gardener in a war okay. type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather be prepared for some shit and be in a peaceful place as opposed to being thrown into the fucking chaos and yeah. not be ready. Yeah. With the trial, uh, with the three people that died, um, with that, I'm just kind of, with that idea, I'm stepping back. Um, sure, they were bad people, but I'm kind of stepping back because I don't want to say like, oh, they should have died, they shouldn't. And that's not the thing that's like making me think the most and it's what's like making me mad the most. What's making me mad the most is that half of United States to this day arguing on Facebook how he crossed state lines with a gun. Which he didn't. Which he didn't. Right. I'm like, okay, like, I understand not everybody's watching trials and kind of figured it out, but media, which I think he's going to try to, like, sue now, media for the longest time, and this is the... TV, the thing that we swear by and we do everything that TV says, the the news, the holy news, whatever, right off the bat, they created this thing where he crossed state lines illegally with a gun. He had no business being there. He Was the gas station his grandfather's? That I don't know. I just know. I think the gas station was pretty close to where he lived, though. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to leave the gas station out of it. But the almighty channel that we're supposed to swear by and it's supposed to be our freaking guide to whatever's happening in the world freaking lied so freaking hard that literally half of the United States still arguing and number one uh, defense uh, is like, oh, well, well, not defense. Number one thing against Kyle is, oh, he crossed the state lines with a gun. That's super highly legal. He clearly went there to kill someone and look for trouble. Yeah. Like that theory was going on for since like the thing happened and people still argue about it. Right. So it's like, are we going to keep them accountable? There were riots for this. Dude. There were pre- pre- stuff was burning. Yeah. Stuff was being smashed because of media lying, pushing some kind of thing. Oh, we we know what really happened now. Well, why did they lie to begin with? They sounded like they knew what they were talking about. So, are we going to keep me- anyone accountable, or are we just going to suck off media 
to, to thinking that they almighty they never lie when they clearly lied and yeah. half of the half of the country still thinks and argues with wrong facts yeah so I'm many like, people why are we wanna... still doing this why why why, why are we still doing this and then like the whole vaccine thing and TV again and more videos and more advertisement. Everybody's again swearing by I'm like, do you guys anybody sees what's happening? Half of the country if half if you can make half of the country think that this kid crossed the state line with a gun and people still argue about it, what else you can convince people? Mm-hmm. What else you can convince people? If there is that if it was that easy. People still argue. I can go on Facebook right now and people gonna like people someone's gonna make a post, oh that was self defense. Okay, I mean, because I don't know the details of him shooting people or whatever. I'm just, I guess, talking about how media lied to people. That's like the main thing that I'm upset about. Yeah, the media lies often. Whether it's like the media or different politicians, like the the lies are very obvious and blatant, and they continue to do them. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of accountability for these people. And There's it's so crazy. Zero accountability, and especially right now it's like oh nothing will happen it's 21st age i'm like we we have we have all these computers and phones like there, there won't be such thing as genocide or nothing else like we're just better right now i'm like we have different tools to make the same thing mm-hmm. we li- like everybody is attached to the tvs and stuff all right well let's control the tvs half of united states thing that he crossed the state lines with mm-hmm. the gun and did this and that and i'm not even gonna get into vaccine thing but literally people are turning against each other because of media over a difference of opinion different of opinion and oh like i was gonna say how uh, whenever i'm on instagram or youtube all these youtubers if you watch all these videos of like um gold diggers or prank videos or bunch of other videos and i'm like everyone's commenting like it's a real thing i'm like every single video here is fake yeah every single video here is fake why like people just get so into it why are we like and it's like everyone is being taught whatever they're being shown it's real every single prank gold digger whatever video is fake you really think i'm gonna go get a car stand outside and wait for the super pretty girl come and it's going to be the perfect conversation we're going to have the perfect conversation and she's going to turn me down she's going to see my car then she's going to be like yes and then with the perfect dialect i'll just say like oh no yeah and i'll turn it down well those are the same people that learned about sex from porn and they think strippers like them right (laughs) like it's not real buddy so it's like no one lying is fine to sell something now lying is completely fine and it's so escalated and it's done so much everywhere that you can't keep track of it so mm-hmm. they just let it happen it's just so blatant yeah before maybe when everybody were trying to be honest okay maybe some some accountability would happen but it just blew up there is not one real thing on social media and now honestly Every single thing that I see on TV, it's like, uh, I'll, I don't know. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. You know, people say, you, you hear people say, like, why isn't the the media or the news covering X, Y, Z? And typically, like, if you really go dig and do some research, you can probably find something mm-hmm. being written about it or something. But 
what people really ask is like, why aren't they like showing us that thing? Like, why is that not front and center? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I think about there are currently there are are protests going on all over the world, everywhere, all over the world right now everywhere. over lockdowns and and mandates and different things. That is major fucking news. You don't see anything about it. You have to look for it. Why is that? Why is that? Why is there a, a case going on right now that involves a massive high-level pedophilia ring that isn't being fucking on the front? Like, wh- people know about it. People are, you, you have to go find it. Why is it not being on TV? Why is it not, like, front and center? Like, I don't understand, like, why are the like the outlets not showing us this thing? It's because they have an agenda, right? And they're... Whatever the agenda is, whatever oh, there is no agenda. Da da da! You crazy conspiracy theorist. I remember when the whole vaccine thing happened. Not gonna mention any names. Oh, every these people are stupid conspiracy theorists. Vaccines will never get mandated. Like, and they were talking like, like yeah, like they agreed that mandating would be like an evil thing. Now they're with it. It's because, now they're with it, and it's, because, it's like promoting it. It's because Trump was in office at that time. The, oh. These same people you're talking about, Trump was in office at that time, and now he's not in office, so now they're with it. And it's really weird to me how that happens. Like, I'm like, are you, do you have a stock in it? Like, are you getting commission on this? I remember when you agreed that promoting that uh, it would be evil thing to make mandatory, and everybody is a stupid conspiracy theorist. Now, instead of acknowledging how on most things you are wrong, you're just like, well, it's it's a good thing. It needs to happen. I'm like, what? What about people who are like, oh, I'll punch a Nazi. You're racist, this, this, and that. Like, I don't like... And then now it's just like, oh, no, we need we need to quarantine people. Oh, no, you, you, didn't, you didn't get this thing. Oh, no, you should lose your job. Oh, no, you shouldn't be able to go get healthcare because yeah. of... It's, it's, it's like, what are you saying right now? Do you not hear how uninclusive of a person you sound like right now? Like, you sound so crazy. Where did where did the change come in from these people? Yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand it. And I like like whenever they go wrong, it's like, ah, oh, well, that was supposed to happen. It's like, can you acknowledge you were wrong? Can you acknowledge that you literally just want to be on the winning team the whole time? You'll you'll call everybody stupid, but the second all these conspiracy theorists are right. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that thing needed to happen. Wait. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, so I thought you were against it and called everyone stupid, and now you with it promoting it, and, like, I can't take you serious. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I would just like to have just, uh, just a conversation that can include all of the facts. You know what I'm saying? Not, not just a very once. Like, we can't just ignore certain things because they don't fit. With but we, we don't really know what the... F- fact is we we just literally had that literally half of the united states still believe that he crossed the state line with the gun and that's like their number one yeah thing, but we do first know thing to say we, we do know but it's like one time i noticed um i was talking to someone and uh, we had really awesome conversation but we had different views and like let's say it was something politics related let's say let's say let's say for shits and giggles okay I, i'm on a trump side 
because I don't do politics to begin with. Let's say I'm on Trump's side. You're on Biden's side. Uh, I, I maybe have some good things to say about Trump, some bad things, but I'm on his side. You might say some good things about Biden, some bad things, but you're on his side. And it's like what made us flip-flop on these two different mm -hmm. uh, sides because uh, it's like every single thing I see is how Biden messed up and how Trump was doing good, but yet all you see is how Biden is doing good and Trump is doing bad. And I'm like, is this like some kind, some kind of filter that we're seeing? Somehow like Facebook got divided. Should we like open our Facebook pages and see how like our Facebook is like two different worlds I and it divided us? It. That's part of it. And it was, I forgot who I was talking to, but it literally made me feel that we just like tipped over. Yeah. There was some kind of Facebook media thing, some kind of, because I mean, it's all science. Like they got the whole media down influencing. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. all down to science. Like they hijacked the human reward system. They know how to keep you engaged. Engaged. They know what's and gonna, yep. you just like, they did it so well that, you just had to tip over on one of the teams. Yeah, a lot of dude, we're all and we're tribal anyway. Like that's what yeah. we naturally do. It's just what it gets scary is where you start you just you start ignoring like the nuance just just to be on a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just you you focus on the good and, and ignore the bad. And yeah. it's like, what are you doing? Like both sides are good, both sides are bad in ways. All in all, they're on the same fucking team and yeah. I think people forget that in my the way I look at it, like to your point, like media and and the the news and different things, it does a lot of dividing. Yeah. And all that does is benefit really just like politicians and like the the upper echelons of society. That's it. It doesn't benefit the people who are actually divided, mm -hmm. which is crazy. It's like how can you not realize what's happening? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how, to your point, it's like how can you not realize that? Like, yeah, sure, maybe you're Team Trump. You don't realize that he does fucked up shit, too. Mm -hmm. Or you're Team Biden. You don't realize that he's not doing a great job. Like, you don't realize these things. You're just you're just going to blindly follow. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense. Like, you got to use your brain a little bit. Yeah, definitely feel more divided. I see more, like, just interaction with other human beings is becoming more disgusting because it's either politics or racism yeah which is crazy like before I, I mean shit i could talk to anyone like a human being like but now it's almost like everybody is telling me to watch every single thing i say mm -hmm. and it's like, what are you talking about? We're just talking like human beings. Like, I don't want to be doing 10-hour research of what's okay to say, what's not to say. Like, can we just talk? Yeah. Like, every single thing is like, oh, that's so racist. And people, all the people, who, I, I feel all the people who try to fight racism are doing opposite from helping. Yeah. They... They just so feel so bad, the white guilt. Oh, we need to do this. We need to do like this and that. And I'm like, you 
like none of this was racist until you brought it up and you're like making a statement that it's racist. For example, if I would say, oh, these two guys look alike, someone right away would like say, I'm not going to say any names right away. They'd be like, oh, my God, that's so racist. That's so ignorant. I was like, why? Because they look alike. Yeah. Not, not, not every black person looks alike. But if two people look alike, they look I'm alike. gonna. They, they simply look alike. Yeah. There's plenty of white people who look alike. There's plenty of black people who look alike. Don't even get me started on the Asian people. Like, dude, the the thing is, man, it's but like. But no, if you acknowledge that, yeah, we need to say that it's racist, that it's ignorant, and you need to feel bad about it, and you need to not talk, and you need to feel tension. Like I feel more tension more than ever because someone who's trying to fight racism sees racism in literally everything yeah you take it to literally the next level. everything it's like dude i try you trying to get I'm, I, I see you trying to get like these brownie points and look good in public or like look at me i'm fighting racism but no you're literally making absolutely everything worse sit down yes stop you're yeah. pretending you're literally pretending i personally feel you are more racist than anyone yeah because you're like trying to hide your something something no just talk like a human being it's okay it's simple it's simple. You know, there's a concept, you know, and I'm sure you know, it's the point of diminishing returns, right? It's like you get to a certain point with something, like especially like for I, – I think I first learned it's like exercise, right? Like mm -hmm. you exercise to a certain point and then you pass that point, exercise isn't doing anything for you, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with like this shit. It's like these people you, – you see people that will focus on racism. It's like up until this point, yes – there's a lot of racism going on now. Past this point, now you're turning everything into racism. It's everything. really and now you're 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 doing the opposite of what you're trying Way to help, opposite. right? And it's like what? And you can apply that to so many other areas. It's like what are we doing here? We got so progressive and we got so accepting that now we don't accept anything. It's like yeah. every, it's like it's like everything has to be accepted and yet nothing is accepted. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. I have no tolerance unless you accept what I say you should accept. It's like that's not tolerance yeah. or acceptance. Oh, it's the opposite. Uh, and since we're talking about news and all the depressing stuff, uh, did you hear about that? Um, I'm sure a lot of people will defend it. Uh, that transgender boy who went to the girl's bathroom and assaulted the girl. Dude. I, so I didn't read the article or anything, but I did see something about that. And so this is what I thought. This is what I heard about this. And you tell me if I'm wrong. So the boy, right, he, he identifies as transgender. Mm -hmm. went and did, he, did, he, did he beat up the girl or did he, like, molest her? Did he rape her? What did he, uh, either way. There were a few words that are being used. They said sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted her. A few, few places said rape. So I don't know what... He assaulted. Either way, he physically assaulted this yeah. girl in the girl's bathroom, and then the mom of this boy is saying that well, the girl should have been able to defend herself. Is that? Did I see I, that? Is, is this a different I, case? I, uh, it's the same case. She she did say something within the same lines. Okay, yeah, we need like Jamie in here. I know. Uh, looking stuff up, but yeah, the father got because okay. When did the father came in and beat up the boy? So transgender boy. Because father got arrested, he was being shamed nationally, and uh, his school was even trying to hide it because it did not go with uh, the whole acceptance thing. So, fuck the little girl, fuck the father who was doing the right thing, and God bless the school and the boy for the the whole new thing that they're trying to create. 
School school was trying to uh, hide it. School was trying to hide it. They were arrested the dad for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. They even shamed the little girl and the the boy, the transgender kid who assaulted the girl is like, oh, he, he cool. Yeah. He fine because, I mean, why not? So this is in Virginia. So I just – this is just one – see, I really do need a Jamie. This is just one I just pulled up on the Washington Times. So it says – this is just talking about this Virginia Democratic candidate, Governor Terry McDuffie. But either way, it says – so the political peril inflicted by Virginia Democratic educated stances. So so when a father accused the Loudoun County School Board of covering up the rape of his teenage daughter in a high school bathroom. Holy shit. What's this mean? The father was dragged out of the school board meeting and arrested when he attempted to confront the members about the assault of his daughter by a boy wearing a skirt in the girl's bathroom. Holy shit. I need more. So this is in Loudoun County, Virginia. This is in Virginia. So let me see here. So did the father beat up the kid or he just, he didn't do nothing? I did not hear you just now. Hold on. Something? No, you're good. My thing just came in place. So So he didn't beat up the the kid or did he? I thought he was... That's an, that's another thing. Like like every single thing we read, it's like what? Like where do we go for the accurate thing? See, that's the problem with this kind of shit. You have to go to so many different sources to get any sort of possible. And then will we just make our own opinion? Like which which one is real? There is no real. I hated when they decided to do that Facebook check thing, and people were swearing by. It. I was like, oh yeah, who 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 runs the Facebook check thing? A god. So I'm re- like, no, it's people. You can buy people, just like you can buy anything. Yes, yes. So this is from so this article is, is on Yahoo News from October 25th, and it says the teenager was found guilty. It says teenager accused of sexually assaulting a ninth grade girl in Loudoun County, Virginia high school was found guilty on all charges. The victim was assaulted in a women's restroom at Stonebridge High School by a male allegedly wearing a skirt. Juvenile court found the evidence enough t- to convict, but will hold on sentencing until. The convicted teenager, now 15, is tried for another alleged assault at a different high school. Clearly, this motherfucker is putting on skirts and raping girls. And that kid's a piece of shit. Yes. This kid is a piece of the, shit. The school is even more pieces of shit because they, they want to be so accepting because it's such a new thing that I could put on a skirt right now, right this moment. I can put on a skirt. I can go anywhere. And I could talk with the same voice. Mm-hmm. I could have the same shirt, whatever. Just as long as I wear a skirt and I'll say, I'm a girl. They can't say nothing because it's like you're a bigot if you're like not on my side. This and that. It's like clearly yeah. this kid is a trouble. Clearly. But yet we don't want to. Yeah, it says the school tried to deny can, it essentially. Yeah, because it, it like. The superintendent defended the school's transgender bathroom policy at the meeting. Yeah, and then they said there was a scuffle with the school board and the dad was arrested on disorderly conduct conduct and resisting arrest. Man, that's fucked up. Yeah. And see, here's the thing. You'll catch a meme on this or you'll catch a, a headline and then you'll kind of get into a gist, but you don't know if the gist is real or not. Because, right. yeah. you know, is, is it Yahoo that's giving it to me? Is it Fox News that's giving it to me? Is it MSB, MSNBC? Is it CNN? Who the fuck is giving me the story? And what is their agenda with the story? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, what in the hell? That's a piece of shit kid right there. It is. But you know, if he's going to go to some other school and claim he's a girl, 
the school is going to be afraid to deny him because some news is going to come and be like, oh, you don't, you're not letting a, a girl use girl, like transgender person use girl's bathroom. How dare you? Da, 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 da. Yeah. There's so much pressure. Who are the idiots who are pushing it so much? Like, sure, there is cases where, yes, absolutely, 100%. Like, sure. But stuff like this, majority of people would still defend the kid and his position. Yeah. When do we forget? It's like we're ignoring mental illness. Like, mental illness is still a thing. People mm-hmm. are mentally ill. Yeah. S- some of these people who are transgender or who or have this body dysmorphia, or, have, or, or not body dysmorphia, I guess that has nothing to necessarily do with sex, but... Um, if you have, the, if you like having this, 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 like this question of like who you are and shit like that. First of all, as humans, we all feel lost and don't know who the fuck you are. Like there's this this weird thing as you're growing up mm-hmm. to where you're just like, oh man, you just feel so lost and you're not sure. That's just a part of being human. But then there's also this thing where there's a, a percentage of people who are just mentally fucking ill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, w- and then we're we're ignoring that. We're acting like they're 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 completely healthy and they're a normal person. And then we're just like acknowledging this craziness and accepting it. And I don't understand that. But it's kind of pushed too. Yeah, it is. I mean, if like like like, like what what grade you are? First grade. Hey, like like it's a boy. And it's like hey, it's okay to kiss Johnny. And the kid is like, okay, guess I'll try to kiss Johnny. My teacher said it's okay. Said to, it's okay. My teacher said it's okay to pick boy or girl to be with. It's fine. Yes. Then I guess I'll go for the boy. And then when I'll grow up, I'll be like, wait a minute. Yeah. These fucking people tricked me. It's like this is not the path I was going to go. Yes. They just Like, I don't know what it is. Let me let me yeah. find, like, point me towards the right direction. Kids are impressionable, and the, yeah. and you can influence them. And people act like you can't influence them about yeah. about identity and like sexuality and stuff. And I think you can. Yeah. I really do. I think you you see you see like okay. So if anybody's ever studied the brain, and if you listen to me talk because I talk about it ad nauseum, the brain's not fully developed until like mid twenties. Mm-hmm. So when you're much much older, and even then, people are still trying to figure out who they are. So the fact that we can tell a little kid that you can decide if you want to be a boy or a girl or you want to like start taking steps towards transitioning into a boy or a girl whether through like hormones or some sort of uh surgery or something that person can't make that fucking choice and for you to think that they can or to to try to influence or encourage them to make those kind of choices is like you are not a mentally sane person to think yeah. that like what the fuck is going on here like we're playing a game here and we're not acknowledging the fuckery that's happening yeah. <laughs> it's like, weird like sure there is exceptions like with for everything for sure 100% with everything there's of course there's exceptions and I could like already hear people like yelling ah oh, how can you say that it's all crazy well we're talking general is there exceptions yes you just gotta go through I guess things and procedures to establish yes this is definitely one of those cases but we can't just be like right now this moment i literally like i said i can put on a dress i can declare myself as a female i can look like a dude i can do still nothing change i can go to the girl's bathroom and if they deny me i can call the news 
I can do the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. I can get the restaurant closed. And everyone's looking at me like, it's a fucking guy. But people with that agenda be like, well, no, he's a, that, that's fine. Like, mm. like, that's just the way he dresses. Like, he dresses like a guy, but he wants to be a girl. So right. you guys have no choice. You guys need yeah. to let him in the girl's bathroom. Like, are we fucking crazy? Well, let's just say you woke up tomorrow and you did that. Anybody who knows you would be like, Joyce has gone fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really walked around and you were t- like, you really believe that, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyone who actually knows you would be like, there's something not right here. Something's yeah. wrong. Yet, if somebody who's rationally saying that is heard by somebody who doesn't know you, they'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? You're just being X, Y, Z. Like, mm-hmm. sure, he is that or mm-hmm. she is that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would just completely discredit, like, all this information that I have about you and just, like, I would know that, no, there's something not right with Julius. Like, that's mental illness. But society would be like, nope. Nope, this is normal. This is okay. We would just have to accept it. And like, that's not. What are you talking about? Well, I if if I would decide to become a female tomorrow, I feel we need to go hundred percent on it. You need to dress like a girl. You need to act like a girl, and you need. I need to give you all the reassurance that I'm not pretending. Yeah. Like, for example. Probably half of the world is gonna like hate me, like probably hate us just just because of this dumb topic. But let's say the uh, GameStop dude, the ma'am. Have you seen it? No. The uh, the ma'am. The ma'am. It's a ma'am. Sir, have not seen it. No. Jesus. Is is this Uh, this happen at GameStop? Uh yes. Uh, so this person comes in, long hair. I think he had a breast implants and had a jeans, I believe, and uh, some – but it looked it looked like a dude with the long hair. The GameStop person called him sir. And it's it, – excuse me, it's ma'am. Transgender loses control. Okay. But that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like clearly you know. Uh, you know, I see, I saw memes about this. Once again, he's really pissed. He, like, she, she, she. That that's that's probably a ma'am, right? No, or is, or is that a dude? You tell me. What are you What are you gonna say? If it sounds like a duck, it's a fucking duck. Yeah. If you want to be a lady, act like a lady. Cause okay. If if you go through a change, which people do, yeah, like respect it, great. If you go hundred percent, clearly you're putting effort to it. Yeah, perfect. Like, I'm sorry if I made mistakes and called you something. Let's fix it. I'll try to do better. Yeah. But in this scenario, the person goes into a man mode, like starts screaming at the end of the video, starts kicking stuff. Like he he clearly knows that he's an exception in the world and people might look at him different the GameStop uh, guy was being as respectful as possible he knew he, he messed up yeah. he knew he made mistakes and he was like trying to fix it yes but it's confusing I'm sorry if if yes yeah. it, it's confusing and the uh, the guy with long hair he should know that it might look different for other people 
So mistake mistakes will be made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, GameStop guy, he was being as respectful as possible. He knew he messed up. Okay, let's rewind this. Let's fix it. We'll make it better. Because, of course, we want to respect everybody. But when you leave your female life and you go back into acting like a guy, like, it's hard to take you serious. Now it's like, are we pretending? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, everybody can get mad, and I get that. It's, uh, yeah, so there's just so much. This is such a, a tricky topic, right? Because we're human, and as we talk things out and as we say things, sometimes we say things wrong, and sometimes we're not going to communicate the best that you want to clear. Like, at the end of the day, what I'm talking about is there are clearly people who – who fall in line with like you like all right sure like you 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 don't feel like you were born in the right body and you're gonna go through all these steps and you want to be called ma'am now or you want to be called sir now or sure I'll yeah, call perfect. you that whatever just please but let's but, but, do a hundred percent and let's be real here like biologically that doesn't change what you are mm-hmm. biology like if we're talking chromosomes X Y X X that doesn't change. Now, if you want to identify as something else and even go on and make the transition and do all that shit and live that life, that's fine. Like, I'll accept that. Like, totally cool. Mm-hmm. But what's weird, like in this scenario, for example, like, why are you, like, surely to your point, you have to understand that you're living on the fringe of society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you you have to have some, some lenience with people. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, have you heard of, like dead naming? No. So when somebody transitions um, and you call them by their old name, so okay. so maybe they were Steve and now they're Samantha and you call uh-huh. them Steve by accident. Okay. That's called dead naming. You can get canceled for that shit like today. Exactly. Exact, and same thing here. It's like, dude, you clearly, you're, you're, you're still a very big person like a man. You know, you still have manly features. If you can't even honestly accept that, then you're just living in a, a delusion. And this person clearly made a mistake and was trying to be nice, and you're still flipping the fuck out. Like, where's your compassion now? You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, the the person with the long hair, because um, someone made a rap video about, I think, making fun of the person. Really? And then that person with the long hair made a rap, rap video back. <laughs> Now, but, they're, now they're just trying to get attention. But it was the most manliest video ever. Really? So what are we doing? Why are we pretending? If you want to be a like someone else, be someone else. Please yeah. do 100%. Don't try to confuse the world right. and then be mad that world is confused with what you're trying to be. Yeah. Like nobody has any a problem lot. with you doing what you want to do. But right. clearly this is confusing. Can we address that it's confusing? Yeah. Can we all address it? Oh no! But you need you need to have a magic ball, magic crystal ball, and just know what it is. Well, we all know that this is. We all see like why is this confusing? Can we address it? Right. Like, and you just and you just made a rap video with like man voice, just speaking and yelling and rapping. And so again, like you you're confusing the rest of the world. Right. And then you're trying to cancel the world who might not call you the way you want it. Right. It's, and Strange people times. still support it, yeah. which is, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good thing to support, but when you're literally trying to confuse every single person around yeah. you and be mad at them yes, for being confused, it's like... Listen, like, man, wait. I think we're all living uh, uh, 
a, an individual experience, and I'm not going to discredit anyone's experience. But what gets me is that is that that this is a small subset of the population. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was I don't know how big the transgender community is or or anything like that, but I assume it's not very big. It's not the majority. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's one percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it's a little bit more. Even if it was like 3%, I don't know if it's more than that. I guess I could see how large is either way. My point is this is a this is a minority population and while I'm all for inclusion and acceptance and all that cuz but now we're catering. Like why are we catering yeah. to that? To your point, it's like we can't even be honest. Like we're we're catering to the illusion. And that's and that's what that's what's so crazy. I don't understand that. That's what confuses me the most. Yeah. I remember when they made a thing where um, boys can, transgender boys can um, go um, join the girls team. I remember I was talking about it. And my point was like to save girls sports. Mm-hmm. To save girls sports, keep girls playing with girls. Everybody right away was like, oh, Julius is transphobic. I'm like, we're talking about two different things. What? Like, what are you talking about? It's like every single one of those, like, just like racism. Mm -hmm. People are so want to get points for looking good in society that they will call every single thing racism just to get some kind of points and exception. Like, look look at me. I'm I'm fighting racism by calling you racist because you said uh, two people looked alike. So I'm going to drop some words on you and it's going to make me look good person. And I almost feel like it's like oh I'm, I feel good because I'm doing something good, right? But yet I'm no, you just fucking making everything worse. Yeah. So kind of like everybody was like, oh, Julius is now transgender. I'm like, I'm not. Ha- I don't have nothing against them. I'm talking about keep it girl sports with girl sports, right? And someone just thought they could maneuver their way in into the topic to show how they accepting with everyone right which is great but you literally just made a dumb statement by saying something and jumping on a topic where i'm just i want to save girls sports and keep girls with girls like what place um like in olympics the weightlifting yeah that chick she didn't even place i don't think that she was like a a man from australia was it australia yes australia and i don't think she even placed yeah yeah i don't think so but but she took a woman's spot she took a woman's spot and and but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to interview the girls that got uh, ruined because of that situation. Right. Nobody wants to interview the athlete girls. Everybody's pushing them away because it's amazing how this dude came in and beat all the girls and took their spots. Yeah. Like, no, he just ruined a bunch of people's lives. Yeah. Well, you're ignoring biology, right? They're, yeah. they're ignoring the fact that that is a boy or a man yeah. who's had testosterone running through their body at a much higher level yeah. than a girl or a woman. Yeah, and he he was trash weightlifting at first, like he was doing nothing, and now he literally took money because I assume, well, assuming here we go, um, <laughs> the person whose spa he took would have had a chance of gaining some money by going to Olympics representing Australia. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about like someone's uh, paying bills and stuff and like family and you know the time and years that they the, put into this. Right. And you just 
last minute decided to do this thing. And the people who support all that don't give a zero fucks about the females. Yeah, about what's really fair. About what's really fair. Yeah. They want it to be so fair that they destroy the whole fairness. Right. So it's like you care, but no, you made it worse. You made it much, much worse, and you continue making it much, much worse because you feel so bad about yourself or something. I don't know. Dude, I'm fired up. It's like, <laughs> it's like, do you feel bad about yourself that you need to go in every single thing and like – You're like uh, taking advantage is what you're doing. Yeah. You're like you're finding a way to cheat. I'm looking at this. It says that uh, – it says 0.7% of adults 18 to 24 and like – half of a percent so yeah so like uh, like one uh, percent of america yeah it's not it's not very yeah. much it's, it's well actually it says oh that's idaho yeah so like it's not it's not really yeah. a whole lot man so it's, it's such like, a small percentage yeah. of population and whenever you start fucking over girls or just because like these boys or, or men can't compete like yeah. what is that like yeah. what are we doing girls are losing scholarships and shit they're losing you know they're they're not going to state and track the one of the most awful things is in track i think because oh but, uh, I, I was following that a you lot. see a lot of boys who are switching over to being girls in track especially because they're just not as fast exactly. and i don't think they really have to do much else mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's just like what are we doing here it's so yep. crazy all the girls who are being cheated Yep. In sports. Yep. yep. I'd be fired up too, bro. And like I'm more fired up about people who okay with it and mm -hmm. who support it. Which, yes, again, there are some ex exceptions. Like there's exceptions to everything. But when you look at the general thing, like it's almost like, yeah, like people like they just want to look so good in society. Like, oh, I'm going to call racism on everything mm -hmm. that you actually just making more racism by right. calling everything racism and same thing with like this like as sexism. well it's like i'm gonna accept this i'm gonna support this yes. and be so accepting look at me look at me i'm accepting it but no you just you're literally supporting destroying females yeah it's like the australian girl yep. her spot got taken her income got taken she can't perform for her country so now she probably needs to find new job i'm sure she's still lifting but again her opportunity got taken away right and but yet we don't want to address that because i rather show how good of a person i am and i'm gonna support something that's right not that okay yeah it sounds like ultimately we're just ignoring like the hard conversations and like the reality of many situations we're just we're just in in the name of being so accepting we're 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 making things worse so much worse but yet it's oh it makes me feel so good cuz like that it is it's it got um such a that whole acceptance thing have such a big foot in our lives right now mm -hmm. that some people notice uh i guess how to say it they like i said a few times they like try to look so, like such a good person mm -hmm. uh, i call out racism social oh, justice I, warriors some social justice warrior they they so quick to do that that and it's becoming such a strong energy around that that the energy to point out that wait a minute you actually do making things worse that energy is such a smaller that, like, again, cancel culture. Yeah. We can argue with it. We can point out the, 
all the bad things in it, but the cancel culture has such a like strong foot in it and like the feelings and social justice that it's like a new trend. Like they're going to overpower like the real facts and like real conversations. Like, like if you're destroying women's sports, we're destroying women's sports. Oh, nope. You said it. You are transgender now. We're supposed to right. do something else. It's like, wait, what? Like we, yeah. I'm trying to acknowledge like the good thing. We're trying to be accepting, but you literally do went to girl side to destroy the girl side yeah so you could do something better let's talk about that a yeah, little bit right no 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 we can't we can't yeah. we can't we can't talk about it you're a horrible person for trying to talk about it we need to support this well i am supporting i'm supporting what's right yeah not what dude like, you're trying to do have you read 1984 it's, it's by george orwell have you ever have you heard of it it's a fiction book but it's so relevant to today's times it's so crazy but it, it's there's a, a concept in there basically what we're talking about it's like double speak they got no pictures there's no pictures <laughs> in there but it's just it's so crazy man just just the whole idea of that book and how relative it is and that it's like to your point like clearly you kind of see this thing but for whatever reason no one's talking about it it's I, uh it's interesting stuff i saw joe rogan post it uh, it's funny, Joe Rogan followed me after my last fight. Did he really? Yes. Dude, that is sick. That is cool. My brother told cool me. Shit. I had no idea. I mean, because I had like just a few extra followers. Oh, yeah. And my brother was like, dude, you got, I think or Nico or my brother said like, you got getting followed by Joe Rogan. I was like, what? Whoa. I looked at it. I was like, all right, cool. I'll follow you back. <laughs> dude oh my god yeah bro you need to like tap in on that instagram and get to his ass because he's seeing your feed bro yeah so i uh <laughs> it's funny, funny. It's like yeah i'll follow you back now i guess now i'll do it now yeah and so yeah i, I think yesterday or two days ago he posted which is funny but yet so very true at which direction we're going and everybody knows this is the direction we're going towards but all the social justice warriors they pushing towards that direction but the whole world knows that's where we're going and he posted something within the lines of like this is your so-and-so oh. your, your opinion is illegal and i'm like right. the last straight male left on the world this is my and it was some kind of like a, a movie type yeah of like thing. an apocalypse type yeah. of thing i saw that i was like that's kind of true like yeah media is not real we established that pretty hard but yet we somehow for some reason we still believe in it. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay positive as we move forward. Yes. The world, dude. That's going to get taken away too. They're going to find some kind of trick. To make it illegal. I made my Facebook has been so, um, I gave I gave my Facebook limit. I went on the settings. I did 30 minute a day limit. Oh, smart. Because it's. Dude, it's writing people's lives. Yes. It's like I would just dwell on it. I would see people arguing, and I'm like, "How does this work? Like, why is our world heading towards this weird direction of pretending and not realizing what's really happening?" And people are arguing. I see the division and how like the media again is causing the division. People just they tipping to one of the two sides right. when it comes to arguments. I guess if there was no Facebook, then everybody would get along. More so, I think so. Or like so. media, like or news, more more people would get along. But it's like so down to the science that you have to tip over one way or the other. Um, and yeah, that's dividing people. And uh, 
I guess it's less work for government yeah. for whatever next thing they're going to plan Dude, to do. Yeah, I think the lesson is put down the phone and, like, go talk to your neighbor because, like, when you're not on that thing and you're just out in the world, there's a whole lot less fighting than what's going on on your phone. It's like, man, we're all still just people. Let's have a conversation. Dude, I would recommend it. I mean, I was doing good at first. Excuse me. I was doing good at first, and I was like, okay, check a little bit right now. Just see what's happening. Save some minutes for later when you make a post, when you share, and um, that would be it. And it was amazing. Like, it was amazing not to look at the phone. Yeah. Instagram, there isn't much drama. There is still BS and wrong influencing and, like, just pretty much ruins people's lives because everything, every single thing you think it's like perfect. Right. So I probably should get on the Instagram too and just kind of limit the time. But I was doing good at first with the Facebook thing, limiting the time. Facebook's much more toxic in my opinion. Way more toxic. And, uh, but then eventually it's like, all right, time runs out and then you can do like, okay, do for one more minute. Okay, five, <laughs> 15 more minutes. So eventually like I started doing that back again, but, but uh, the, the setting where you just do like okay 30 minutes or whatever like you do feel better yeah it does help you like think like shrink the time shrink the time shrink the time so now that we since we're talking about it i'm gonna go back to it um because dude it's garbage i don't need it and i feel like soon it's gonna become mandatory yeah like like i'm not saying like uh like anytime soon but every single thing like phones, everybody assumes you have a phone. Mm. Everybody assumes you have an iPhone. How many things, like almost every single thing you can do with with, with the iPhone tickets, plane tickets, this and that. Like, if if they would get rid of like actual ticket, like you can't fly unless you have your phone. Like you, phones are so um, part of our lives, and you everything is involved with your phone. That soon it's almost gonna be like. Like, well, you can't do this or that if you don't have it. I'm scared. Like soon, like soon, you're not gonna be able to do this, this or that if you don't have it. Dude, you know, yeah, we're getting there, man. Like, are you familiar with like the metaverse? Yes. Seeing, dude, that's gonna be the next thing. Yeah, dude, we're going to a digital world. It really scares me. Like our generation, we're still very much, um, we like to deal with people. But as right. like you know, these other generations come up and they're just they grow up with this technology and they're just much more accepting of it. Yeah. Man, I don't know what's gonna happen. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah, and the, um, for example, like since right now all the phones is, uh, um, it's kind of like a must almost. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, but it was cool progression. But maybe it's just because we're getting older, it gets scarier. While the younger generation just doesn't see anything scary. Yeah, it's just like a normal thing. We grew up and the phones were already here. Uh, well, for us, we see, like, the path that it might go to, and uh, I can, like, imagine, like, what the Elon Musk, when he was, like, people, I, I don't know how much is true, but I guess maybe I saw some memes, some, like, a few dumb articles on Facebook, whatever, of him, like, trying to do the thing in your brain where you can, like, almost like a phone, but in your mm-hmm. brain. Yeah, he's he's talking about that. Yeah, he, I don't know what it's called, but, yeah, he's trying to, like, insert, like, he's directly connected to your brain so where essentially you don't even need words to speak you right can just send thoughts right so i mean it sounds cool amazing it's like shit it would make everything so much easier but eventually that's going to become a new phone mm-hmm. 
eventually that will become new phone and eventually what if it does become a requirement like oh because we need to listen what you talk because it's for everyone's safety like sure maybe i'm i'm, I'm stretching it for sure but, but it, it is going to become a normal thing for people to have things in their heads oh you stupid conspiracy theorist okay well let's let's create a thing right now people are gonna talk how easy and cool it is which mm -hmm. it will be mm -hmm. it'll be amazing awesome easy thing and you can do so many things blah 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 then everyone's gonna start getting it everyone's gonna start getting it then once everybody has it okay since everybody has it let's make it a little bit more established just like we established the phones like okay you go to the ticket counter you can scan your phone you can do this this and that mm -hmm. you have to do the phone like some things you can't do without the phone so it's a scary slippery slope mm -hmm. that is just kind of like matter of time then rather than just if it's if it's gonna happen yeah it's more just like time than anything because i mean that thing in your brain does sound cool like how many things is gonna make easy like that that universe the facebook thing yeah everybody's gonna go on it yeah i mean you you see you see um uh, these Oculus headsets, yeah. they're everywhere now, and they're just getting cheaper and cheaper, mm -hmm. and then it's just going to progress from there. I, 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 man, it scares me to to think about actually like physically connect, like melding myself, like putting something in my brain, mm -hmm. like mixing the technologies of like your biology with your technology. That scares the shit out of me. But mm -hmm. this seems to be where we're headed. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any doubt that Elon Musk is gonna make that happen. Probably, but um, with um, Facebook is changing his name. Yeah, Meta. When are they doing that? I think they've already. I think it's in the transition. Like you, you already start. You're starting to see Meta on different things already. I, I can, I already can imagine the people who just try to get like correct with words and like social justice, whatever. Uh, I'm j I'm just gonna be uh, most people are gonna be talking about just you know it's still Facebook. I'm sorry, it's not Meta. It's Facebook. It's gonna be Facebook. For and a long every, time. Every, everyone's gonna be like, no, it's Meta. It's different thing. How dare you saying this, this, and that? It's not the same. But company begins trading under stock. Oh, so they start trading t yesterday under the metaverse. So it's got to be coming soon. The name yeah. change will announce. Jesus Christ, suck. Yeah, I mean, I'm on since we on Facebook for so long. And like the whole world is there. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll put on the goggles, I'll sit here, and uh, I'll just go do some trading. I'll meet some people through virtual reality. I mean, they did talk that there's gonna be like jobs and stuff available through that. Dude, the whole talk is like the next wave is virtual real estate. Like, you're gonna be able to like. Yeah. It's going to be a world. You can own real estate in there. You're hearing about like NFTs, which is just, it's like virtual artwork. People are buying pieces of artwork, which is going to be in the fucking metaverse and stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. I was talking to somebody yesterday. His name is Chris Grimes. And he plays, you play Pokemon Go? No. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about? The game Pokemon yeah. Go on your phone? Dude, these people have been walking around with their phone collecting Pokemon and shit. And pretty soon they're going to be able to battle these Pokemon in the like in the metaverse 
Think about that. Like you're gonna have all these Pokemon that you just fucking collected. You're gonna throw on the headset, and then now you're gonna be able to like battle Pokemon probably. And how cool is that? That's like, cool as shit. That's I just cool. da- I just downloaded Pokemon Go last night for that reason. To be honest with you, like I'm. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I love Pokemon. I like that shit as a kid. Yeah. I don't really do a whole lot of video games because they take a lot of time. But I'm like, I see where this is going. And I'm 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 here for it. <laughs> like I want to be a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> but now, since we are gonna go, is gonna get comfortable going to that virtual world and like, where, like, what's the step after that? Because I assume not everyone's gonna be doing that. Because there's gonna have to be still truck drivers and people mm-hmm. preparing food, like, like essential stuff. Like that's still gonna have to be happening. So, like, what's the percentage of people going to, like, fade into the virtual reality and get money from there mm-hmm. versus doing this normal thing? Um, I don't know. If you Because I feel everyone's going to... I think, I think a, we're going to have a lot of people in it. Because if you look at lot. the amount of people now... Who don't do anything. Like work from home, especially right now yeah. because of COVID. Everybody work, like got or, excited working from home. I don't want to go to work. Or just aren't physically in shape and don't do physical stuff. They just sit here and they watch TV. Oh. They're on their phone all day. They're just, you know, maybe they do go to work, but then they come home. It's like, okay, maybe you go to work at McDonald's, but then you come home and you plug right the fuck in, which is what people are doing anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, man. Who knows? Who knows? The, the, the more I see it happening, the more I just kind of want to get some property out in the middle of nowhere yes. and just unplug and just not be around people. Have you seen the, um, it was, uh, some kind of TV show. I forgot what it was called, but I think China or yeah, I think China already is kind of doing that thing. It was a TV show. It was one episode. Um, everybody has their phones, me and you talking. And since I'm going to leave this podcast, I'm going to pull up my phone. I'm going to pull up your profile. I'm going to give you five stars because we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's on. There's a there's a show, Black Mirror. Have you seen the show? Is Th- that the one with like the wedding and the girl and like yes. she was getting upset that people would like rate her bad? So there's, and- there's a social rating and there's a social currency. And I think they are implementing that in China. How messed up is that? You, you, like you go get a you go buy a drink and at the store and it's like, oh, you bought a drink. We saw you on camera. Few points off. Yeah, because for whatever reason, just some arbitrary thing. And everyone's going to be fake. Yeah. Well, you're seeing it now already. Like, if you Uber anywhere, for example, the the driver can also rate you as a rider. Oh, shit. And if you're right, yeah. So if, you're, if you, you have a bad enough rating, drivers probably won't fucking pick you up or something. And some of the drivers are rating whether or not if you tip them or not. So if you don't tip them, then they're not going to give you a five-star rating. It, it's funny because now as we say, when we like talk all this like craziness, I already see the people who like who said like oh ev- all you guys are stupid conspiracy theorists who said vaccines will be mandatory they will never be and now they support it and they won't even admit that they were wrong fucking pieces of shit and uh, now right now since we're talking about that yes in the United States eventually we're going to be rating each other and we're going to be mm-hmm. so fake to each other and we're just going to be like ah oh, look at me I called racism Please give me a good positive rating. Yeah. Everyone's going to be fake as shit. Yep. And this, those same people are calling me conspiracy theorists yeah. right now. Stupid conspiracy theorists. When this is going to happen, they're not going to acknowledge that they were wrong. They're going to jump 
full in it. They're going to try to take the full advantage of it. Yeah. And they're going to be supporting it 100%. And I'll be like, wow, you've been fake as human being for the rest of your life. Fuck you. No, you know this. I just looked. So the CIA created the term conspiracy theory theorist in 1967. Why was that? To, so let's just see what this says. It was basically just to, to discredit people is really what it was. Um, let's see what this says. Oh, this, this is a whole article. One of the reasons for providing this important documentation and commentary. Hold on. This is the editor's preamble. It says, in 1967, the CIA created the label conspiracy theorist to attack anyone who challenges the official narrative. Yeah, used to be accepted as normal democracy and free market capitalism were founded on conspiracy theories. Yeah, so th- so yeah, it's not even, so it says it's specifically in April of 67, the CIA wrote a dispatch which coined the term conspiracy theories and recommended methods of discrediting such theories. Dispatch, uh, it says the dispatch was marked psych, short for psychological operations or disinformation, and CS for the CIA's clandestine service unit. The dispatch was produced in response to a Freedom of Information Act request by the New York Times in 67, or in 76, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the CIA created this whole term as a way to handle people who were just, who were rebellious. Questioning, yeah. yeah, questioning and rebellious. And it was, it was it's, it's a tactic. And it's, it's, it's so widely accepted now as like, oh, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But all conspiracy, being a conspiracy theorist is just like rationally thinking and questioning. Right. That's it. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it does come true. Oftentimes. Oftentimes. Some, so. Yeah. It's, you know what? I wonder if, when, I think when we think of conspiracy theorists, we always, we automatically, at least in my mind, always go to like, Bigfoot and UFOs and like all in which UFOs have been proven true. It's like these really far out yeah. things. Like that's where your mind goes. And I wonder right. if that's, was that by design? So that way now we automatically apply it to things that are like rational. Yeah. Like, hey man, I don't know if you noticed this, but history would say that if we allow people to take freedoms, they're going to keep taking freedoms. Yeah. Oh no, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Right, yeah. It's like, what? How, okay, what? what do you mean? I'm just saying, like, this is what I see in history. Things tend to repeat themselves. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. I don't know. That is, yeah, I I think it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, with time, we better with psychology and how attacking people. So that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, the war is, I, I was thinking of InfoWars. <laughs> like, that, that was, he, he had a good, because, uh, yeah, like, right I'm now, what, what's, what's our main thing is TVs and news. So they got it down to science how to trick us yeah like thinking something and like again half the united states think something and they swear by it um but yeah the conspiracy theory like yeah government when was the last thing government did something good for people yeah so of course we're gonna keep questioning it oh no you know the government and politicians can be crooked in tv and movies and we accept it but whenever we think about it in real life for some reason that's not true what are you talking about? Like, of I, course they are. I like. I always say, you can't have such thing as like good people in power, ever. Hmm. You will never, ever, ever have good people in power. Maybe you'll have one or two. Because, for example, if you're a good person, you're gonna try to get in power by following the rules and doing the right thing. If I'm the bad guy, I'm gonna pay people off. I'm gonna do this. Hmm. I have way more variety to get to power. And if I, and I most likely don't have a 
um, good intentions when I get to power. I just want to be like empowered. the kind of person that wants that job is probably I, not a good person. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes, there is good people who want to do good for the world, mm-hmm. but sorry, you're not part of the club. You're gonna weed it out. Like if, if, uh, for example, you want to change the world, and uh, you somehow got into one of the offices, like up top, top, top. Yeah. I'm. They're gonna be like, all right, Adam. Like, we, we like what you're doing. You're cool. Like, but this is how we do things. So, just you, you can stay, do your thing. We won't bother you, but don't bother us either. Like, we're just gonna yeah. run things how it is. And there's so many like already bad people up top that I'm sorry. Like, you 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 can't change it. It's already a club. They will it's kill done. you. It's done. They'll kill you. They'll get rid of you. JFK. Good. I'm convinced. So that it's the like government good. Good him. luck having a good person trying to go in there and like fix it. I'm sure there are, because I'm sure that like they're not killing people left and right. No, like, but if you went there, they would just be like, all right, like, good job, Adam. If you would try to expose it, someone would come up to you, Adam. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, don't don't do that. Yeah. Like, like yeah. And you'll be like, fuck, like, these dudes like would come after my family this and that okay i'll just yeah i'll stay away from it yeah so like you can't have good people in power because like again you're gonna try to get there fairly while everyone else is gonna have like 10 times more different ways to get there well and once you're in a position and stay there yeah when you're in a position of power of any sort of power you're gonna do whatever you can to maintain it you're gonna put systems in the place for self-preservation right like self-preservation is just natural right and I'm sorry. It's like, like there, there's nothing stopping me from doing an execution or putting you out, cause I can. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then we'll just. You we'll can't. Just... You're a good guy. You'll, you'll behave. So. Yeah. Like, back to conspiracy theories. What's your favorite one? My favorite one? I don't know about. I, b- I bounce around. I like to. I like flat Earth. I like. I'm not saying Earth is flat for the record. <laughs> uh, but I like it. Because, uh, well, I like a lot of them. Because it's, it's cool. It's like a movie. It's like a story. It's like, ooh, let's see. Yeah, aliens what, are my favorite. I, 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 was in, I was looking at the flat earth for a long time just because I liked how what people came up with to try to point out and like the stories of like the ice. Are the lizard walls. people attached to that? I'm sure. Attached the, to flat earth? I don't know if they are or not. I don't think. I'm okay. sure there's people who are attaching it mm. but i don't think but those are separate lizard people living in the center of the yeah that's def that, that that's definitely a different topic yeah but i'm sure there are some people who would tie the flat earth and the lizard oh. people well, i guess you can't have lizard people living in the center of the earth if it's flat can you right so it kind of like doesn't doesn't <laughs> really those, those don't jive. but it's like how flat is it is it really flat maybe it's just kind of like all messed up like uh, all jacked up frisbee or like if you scoop up dirt with the frisbee it's like kind of like a mountain and so it's like who knows so it's like I always was like researching and looking up what people come up with like what do they think it yeah. is because it's cool it's like a story i'm not saying i don't i'm not saying i like jump in and believe in it but it's it's interesting like what people come up with and it almost becomes like a little movie it's like fun fantasy thing yeah um what was that one? I like cartoon conspiracy theories. Cartoon conspiracy? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like a, like Rick and Morty or different things? Or like what? Uh, like what, when they create the, whole conspiracies about the, a situation? What was that? Was it Scooby-Doo? Is that one of the... Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Is that with the dog and how they go and like they... Yeah. It's all scary. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that one, uh, I didn't think of it. 
apparently that one is post-apocalyptic because you don't ever see like society or um yeah, you don't ever see society. All you see is just this group, random people going somewhere on like a castle and the bad guy is always some kind of famous person. So they say it's like post uh, they say they say yes. it's like post apocalyptic. Yes. And the government crashed, everybody lost their money and yes. like uh, the rich people just tried to hold on to whatever they still have left. Have you seen you know that show the cartoon show uh Rugrats? No. It's like it, it was on Nickelodeon. It was about like four babies. It's like a bunch of bit, bunch of little babies, and uh, so I think it's like four babies, and they have like a little like a cousin. One of the babies has a a, a, a cousin who's maybe like two or three. I don't know, just like a little bit older yeah. than the babies. Her name's Angelica, and there was a theory that like Angelica was really like an only child, and she was like schizophrenic or some shit, and was like just super alone all the time, so that she actually. Uh, it hallucinated like the four babies, and the whole time like the four babies aren't there. It's really just like Angelica by herself. So like a weird conspiracy. Pokemon guy was the same thing. They, oh. they think that guy, at the guess in the first episode or something, he went to the hospital. So all the Pokemon's everything is just in his imagination. He's still in coma. Oh shit! He's just in a coma. So Ash isn't real. He's yeah, because really... <laughs> what was it? Throughout every episode, you can't ever see someone. I, I never really watched Pokemon, so I could be wrong. I think someone – I mean, I got this all from YouTube. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I don't care how correct it is. Um, but can't, this, I, don't, I, I could be wrong. I probably am. They said, like, he never sees, like, adults. Yeah, it's always just kids around. It's always just see, kids. You never see adults anywhere in that well, world. One of the – on the trippier uh, cartoon conspiracy series is with the SpongeBob. I think I've heard it, but I don't know it. What is it? It's – if I'm not mistaken, it's called Bikini Bottom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So all the fish, everybody, they all talk. They all, like, live in the houses. And it's called Bikini Bottom. And uh, I forgot something else. Da-da-da. But uh, the, where I guess they did the nuclear experiments. Okay. Dropping bombs. In, on YouTube, I don't know if it's true or not, but on YouTube they said where United States or whoever people did bombings on the ocean or whatever, that it was also called Bikini Bottom. Oh, and that's what So cr- all the radiation apparently messed up all the fish, all everybody, and made them mutate. So like SpongeBob and all them is just uh, like mutated from all the radiation yeah, and all the experiments. This says SpongeBob represents the waste and pollution that is made in the world. And globe and as global warming theory. Oh, this is a different one. This is a, this is that one's connected because yeah, each one has like different ones. But yeah. I like the bikini bottom and like the bombs and the bombs. the waste and oh nuclear yeah is a is a nu- bikini bottom is a nuclear test site yeah mm-hmm. okay <laughs> that is so funny yeah dude who has time to think of this shit I mean yeah somebody thought of it. Somebody, somebody thought of it. I'm not mad at him. I mean, yeah, somebody was probably just smoking a little bit and like, huh. That's so funny. Wait a minute. That's funny. Like, this is something different. Good shit. Dude, Julius, guess how long we've been talking? No idea. It's been almost three hours. Are you kidding me? Bro, time's flying. Holy shit. I know, man. I didn't anticipate it going, but this here we are. <laughs> I planned I, for two. We went for three. Um, this has been a rad time. I know this was good. This That's was right. good. We'll we'll do. We we need to do a one day where we just 
Well, probably regret it, but they were we just all right. Let's see how far we can go. <laughs> but probably nobody would listen to that. All the all the way deep. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, tell the people how they can check you out. Is there anything you want to leave the people with where they can, you know, social media or anything like that? Instagram. Um, Facebook, I guess eventually it's like all the friend requests. It's like, oh, dude, I don't know you. I'm, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm trying to like get away from Facebook. Yeah. So Instagram's the spot to check you out. F- yeah. Facebook is definitely the spot. I mean, sure. Go on Facebook, share my stuff. Yeah, I was, but it's definitely, it's, it's starting to get weird of like friend request. It's like, I don't know you. Like what? Yeah. You have an athlete page, don't you? I do. Go like the athlete page. Go like the athlete page. I usually do all my posting there and I don't, yeah, if I post something on my normal one, it's usually possibly not fight related. Yeah. But yeah, all my Instagram stuff go on the fighter page and then I usually just share it. So yeah, I would say just, yeah, do Instagram, Julius Anglitskas. Um, simple, simple. I'm sure the name will be written in a podcast somewhere. Yeah, it'll be in the notes uh, too. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I don't, I don't know how that works. Um, plus, I don't know. I'm bad at writing. I always felt like Twitter is almost. You know how sometimes on Facebook you see the people who just consistently every five minutes just say whatever is on their mind, and it's like. Okay, dude, shut up. Like it's Twitter. That's that's how I see Twitter. So it's like since I don't go on Facebook just to write stuff, I feel like Twitter is like pointless for me. It's like what do I do? Can I put pictures on here? Can I just use it as a separate Instagram? Yeah, it's not really my jam. I feel like I'm just yelling into an empty room. Right. I'm just like you just say something and just put it out there and maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. I don't but it's just it's yeah. Yeah, 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 Twitter. It's not my jam. No. So Instagram. Instagram, simple, easy. At. You see a, you see a picture, it proves the point. You read the small thing at the bottom, explaining it. Done. I like it too. That's the best. Julius, my man, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, everybody. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. That was so much fun. Such a rad time hanging out with Julius. Uh, again, if you guys are getting value of the show, do me a solid. Tell a friend. Uh, bring us a friend. Leave a rating and review. Share on social media. Uh, subscribe if you aren't subscribed all those things they help and I will be very grateful for you doing those and uh, that's it we'll be back very soon with another conversation just keep being rad humans I love ya bye